From Hollywood, the George Burns and Gracie Allen Show for Hormel and Spam. Let us convene this council of the butts. Hi, everybody. This is the Boy Hattie Podcast. In our test recording, we all decided that we're all like Shocking butts. revelations. Very... Butts could be fantastic. Although I still... Oh, Pro butt. Oh, the funny thing, I was about to defend myself by saying, well, guy butts are not so much a big thing, but I forgot my... Daniel my, Craig. I forgot about... Yeah, no. Yeah. 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 This, uh, this just reminds me of that equid strip where, uh, we're, uh, not roast beef, uh, fucking Ray. Ray graduates from being a breast man to an ass man and he gets to see the secret Ass man menu at Taco Bell. <laughs> How so does he good. graduate? Does something happen? Yeah, he, he just, just realizes something flips in his there's head. a change in his, you know, there comes a time in a man's life where he has to accept that he's not Is an there ass a thing man. where, like, you have to be, like, an ass man or a breast man? You can't just be equal parts both? Because both are fantastic. I like both. You are, I, I, Bill, I cannot I speak know. for your gender. I like the lowercase b and the capital P. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. What? You can't love the Beatles and the Rolling Stones equally. You have to choose one or the people other. Really? I would assume God, I would assume some people have the same thing with yeah, boobs probably. and ass too. Like, well, well what does that what does that look like? Just like I don't I don't even want to. I do. like humans that are smooth as board. <laughs> <laughs> I like the um, lowercase lower yeah. lower L. Lowercase like. L. Would it yeah. not be preferable if someone cast a magic spell and turned all humans to completely hairless from the neck down? Would that not be preferable for no. everybody? Why? From, like, are you, Bill, you are Why talking are you to stupid? the wrong people. Yeah, the two, wow. two, two lesbians that love chest yeah, hair. From the neck down. Well, okay, aside from the chest hair. Well, well, aside from the chest hair, everything else okay. is gone. Arms look weird without arm hair. That's true. Let's, okay, let's look at Leg hair is any, red. Any Olympic oh, fuck you! What? You only want to, like... Think about people with like Barbie genitals. Yeah. No, you need genital hair. I've seen Daniel Craig with a smooth plastic Barbie genitals. Hair is all greasy and oily. Bill, yep. we like, have like evolved. We have evolved because evolutionarily <laughs> speaking, I have a vow that I'm not going to shave my legs until my wedding. Yay! Yay. And I support it entirely because I think it's adorable. <laughs> Got well, a fine crop going. Fucked up. It's funny because I'm more accepting of like armpit hair on ladies than the, some guys. Some guys are just like. Oh. You're all dumb. Hair happens. It's gonna happen. Like, even, the, even the hairiest armpits on ladies are still not that hairy. It's just kind of. Like, I have seen some hair. Mm. I have seen mm. a couple, especially like, yeah, you hang out with enough feminists or you know, blah blah blah. <laughs> Fuck you, Bill. <laughs> no, no I'm done with this conversation already. Hey, everybody. In Portland, you're gonna see some big tufts of uh, of armpit see, that, hair from everybody. Yeah. That would have been good. Yeah, yeah. Just, just 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 Portland. I've known some feminists. <laughs> People look like they had a, a, a buckwheat in a headlock. Hey, everybody. This is the Boy Hattie Podcast. We're here to talk to y'all about some that's, garbage. That's we, this is Just. the post-Dragon Age Inquisition release date, but much too fully at Bill's chagrin. I vow that we're not going to talk about the po- Dragon Age until the back end of the podcast. What are to talk about? Well, then it'll be fast to get to the back end of the podcast, Bill. So we're we doing this, and then Geek with the Review, and then yeah. Dragon Age? Dra- then Dragon Age. Okay, yeah, okay. no. Yeah. So that people who don't want to be spoiled about Dragon Age can do so. Or, frankly, people who don't want to hear about Dragon Age. I said the word feminist out loud. Like, Yeah, I know. I am so... <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're really... I mean, she could... I've known some feminists. Some feminists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It totally is my mansplaining white man <laughs> self coming out. Uh, some women would 
with armpit hair feminist. And blah, blah, blah. I love that your white male, your white male voice is somehow Julia Child. I, I started it. So I was in what the was bathroom. Explaining voice. I was in the kitchen the other day and I was oh my making God. dinner and I, I wasn't trying to do a Julia Child voice. I was actually trying to do a riff on a Chelsea Peretti special was on Netflix this week. Which it's I really, really good. So good. It's really good. And one of the things she does whenever she is quoting an inter- or taking the perspective of an internet rando, she gives them a, a different voice. And one of the voices she gives them is like kind of a foppish voice you know, that just made me fucking laugh so hard. So I was, try- I was in the kitchen trying to talk foppishly. That was my what I was going for. To Foley or do yeah, yourself? Yeah, yeah. Like, for the first, like for the first time in a while, Annie was making dinner. Yeah. And she's in there oh God, all by herself. I'm going to make some rice. There's a lot of what's going on. And uh-huh. then I accidentally banged things and farted. So it's like, <laughs> Polly is just like listening to you me. Banged the things and she farted? like dropped a bunch of pans and then and then and then passed out. And, then and Polly was just loudly. like, there's just like a, a symphony of sounds coming from the And I was like, this kitchen. does not happen oh, when I cook. We're not even in the kitchen with I was sound? in the living room. Oh! It was, ter- that's, it was that's that's not far away, Bill. It's like that's as still, if you had farted. It's not that far away. But especially when you create a cacophony that was already outdone by clapping ass. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's pretty impressive. Anyway, so what did you make? Uh, oh, we should make like chicken. orange chicken or something like that. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. It was delicious. It's fine. I can make things that are a, a bag or box. Is it box Trader Joe's? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's good yeah. stuff. I do make perfect rice. You do. The trick of perfect rice, I thought, what I all well, I do. Do you guys have a rice cooker or no. do you get no. like off stovetop? No, I just do it myself. The trick of perfect rice is I read the like actual instructions. I like looked up a recipe on how to make rice, as dumb as it is, and the trick is in resting the rice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Resting oh, the rice, rice and the thing that you don't really do very often, which is the coating of the rim so that the, it the rising yeah. guys um, gluten doesn't. Hmm? The feminists I know. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, we have not been uh, doing much this week fully. Uh, we have, now that a Bioware game has descended <sighs> upon us, pretty much our lives have become uh, go game. to work, come home from work, remove all clothing, put on pajamas, play Bioware game until sleep drags us into its warm embrace, mm-hmm. uh, repeat next day. Uh, what I am excited about is that we are repeating the ritual that we did with Mass Effect 3, which is Foley has dragged her art desk into the living room so mm-hmm. she can work on stuff while we play. You had that steel in the last one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I brought out. It's lightweight enough you can kind of walk oh, around yeah. without too much effort. Okay, yeah, on. and uh, um, she very cutely des- oh, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an angled desk she made a little myrtle shelf for her on the side of it. What's mm-hmm. a myrtle shelf? Well, it's myrtle. Myrtle it's, is a type of wood. Pretty. It's a very pretty. It's a really beautiful type of wood that I think only grows in the Middle East and the Pacific Northwest. Yep. Really? Is the hell the hell did that happen? Uh, Transplants. It's a know. beautiful grain. It's really pretty. It has a wonderful texture to it and a wonderful warmth to it. But yeah, it has this very distinctive uh, grain to it that is just gorgeous. I'm so sorry. I needed, I needed, I needed something to stay flat so I could angle it. So I built it. I just like took part of my desk apart and then like built a shelf. Annie's playing Dragon Age and I'm like, I'm gonna do this. Just go through the garage. Gotta plenty of time because Annie's yeah. gonna be like you know, yeah. busy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just gonna sand this thing down and drill a hole through it. And... Well, sorry. Also, apologizing for eating on the. 
the podcast, Andy yeah. McFoley brought Blue Star Donuts yeah. for breakfast. So here in town, Portland is known for uh, famous, I would say infamous, for Voodoo Donuts, which is a donut shop in town that um, uh, we're all known for. They do all sorts of crazy flavors. They're most notable, I think, for asking, being asked by the FDA to stop making donuts with Pepto-Bismol and uh, NyQuil. NyQuil. Yeah. yeah. So they make all sorts of weird-ass you donuts. You maybe can't put NyQuil in a donut, you yeah. dumb. So, uh, I was think they called that... Because when I moved here, they were still doing that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. When they were happened. told to stop, it was a couple yeah, years maybe, back. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. But, uh, they, um, they're essentially... Because you don't think anything... It's just it was like a. Bullshit. It was like a... Because um, it's over the recommended... Because what they have to inject into the jelly donut Oh, it's over, like... Is over the recommended Well, I guess it's technically it is a medication, so that, like, exactly. they have to... Yeah. Like, guys, don't like, put meds in... Th- don't do that! If we're not dogs, don't roll shit up in cheese and give it to us! <laughs> Make me pay for it? It's so why? You think a Pepto Bismol donut would be so nasty? They would, oh, would stop I selling love it after Pepto a while. Bismol A and B. The smell of it one makes me barf just because I associate the smell of Pepto Bismol with already being sick. Yeah. yeah. My family, um, my, I'm like the third generation of people who would use Pepto Bismol in our family. My grandfather would use it to cool his, to, to soothe his nervous stomach. Like when he was dating my grandmother, he actually kept Pepto Bismol in the glove compartment. Would take a shot of it before dates. Really? To settle his stomach, my mom took Pepto Bismol in her lunchbox to school oh to settle God. her nerves. Oh so that, that, that 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 paints a real picture of what your mom was like as a kid. <laughs> she had to take a, like a, like a, like a shot of Pepto Bismol. Kathy Maloney, full of nervous energy. So yeah. Pepto Bismol to me is like a hug, a family That's hug. A family of Lisa Simpsons. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. So anyway, Voodoo Donuts is frankly they're they're fine, but it's mostly novelty donuts. It's really nice that you say they're fine. It's fine. No. It's not worth what? the... I so Pendula swung the opposite way where everyone wants to talk about what dog shit they are. They're fine. Well, when they're known internationally, yeah. like whenever you go a flight from Portland, yeah. there was always someone who was carrying, we were carefully flying, carrying a box. Yeah, we were flying to Toronto and Toronto's a big metropolitan city flying to Toronto and these people had their pink box of voodoo donuts and they were just they were just like cradling, cradling it. Well, it was I was kind of surprised they just, just didn't like, buy their own seat for the goddamn donuts. Yeah. yeah. I just you know there was this part of me that just wanted to like grab the box and flip it across the plane and just be like <laughs> garbage. So this is what Portland is known for, which is ridiculous because we're a, Rudy, a foodie town. Yeah. And uh, so was it the gentleman who does Pock Pock here in town? I, I'm, I feel terrible because I can't remember if it was Little Big or... It's oh, no, it was Little Big I thought Big it was Burger. one of the guys from... It was Little Big Burger. From Voodoo Donuts. No, 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 no. No, this guy... It's a guy from Pock Pock, or excuse me, from Little Big Burger, which is a really good local burger chain. Yeah. And he basically said, it is ridiculous that we are known... For garbage donuts. We're gonna have some good ass donuts. Yeah. And he put his money where his mouth is yeah. and he opened a chain in here in town called Little uh should be Blue Star Donuts. They're really good. Yeah. Really I want to start my own Star Wars themed uh, donut branch called Poodoo Donuts. It's <laughs> pretty good. Because <laughs> Bantha Poodoo Star Wars. Uh-huh. Yeah, really, no, yeah. Yeah. Blue Star Donuts. I I that was my first Blue Star Donut. These guys just brought a couple donuts. Man, that's fucking good. It was yeah. just the glazed. <laughs> 
Yeah. But, like, the glaze had, like, cinnamon. It was, like, actually, yeah. like, really, like... Well, yeah, it's like anytime you, like, actually pay attention to the flavors of something as opposed to going, dough, dough. See, that's the thing. I was... Thing. I wanted... I think any place that does the basics well is always yeah. a good sign. But the, I mean, the, the, odd, the unfortunate part is that they are $4 donuts. It is. Your, your, or your simple glazed donuts was $2.50. That's what I'm saying. Which is kind We got crazy. three donuts and two coffees and it was $15. Yeah. Josh Bahar, there's this one place, there's a donut shop that's run by a bunch of, like, I think they're Vietnamese or something like that. Where is it? Overall in Sandy? Burnside? And if you like Burn- up, Delicious Donuts. Is it Delicious Donuts? Is it that little ghetto yeah. place? Where if you show up at the right time, you can get like two dozen donuts for like five bucks. Yep. Yeah. Because they're just trying to get rid yep. of their shit. Yeah. And but they're but, pretty good. They're, they're decent yeah. like ghetto donuts. No, Delicious Ew. Donuts in town makes the best cake donut. No, if you yeah. walk in there, it's like, it's obviously like oh. an old like garage or something yeah. like that. It's been We're turned talking into, about like, a different tiny... place. Delicious Donuts is, is. Oh, this place is. No, this is. Delicious Donuts is on Grand and it's right next to a cop shop. It is right next to the cop shop. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we are, I don't know, we'll have to figure out. There are lots of really good donut places. I don't like sweets, but man, a good donut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A delicious yeah. donut, if you will. I, uh, someone at work brought some donuts from a place in town called Pips. Mm. And they were just these tiny, like, um, cinnamon donuts. Some of the best donuts I've ever had in my life. Did they, the they so had good. the fried chicken donuts at uh, Blue Star when you were there? Uh, they did, but I did not things. get one. Yeah, yeah, because because it's Cause isn't it, was a it like donut. it's a donut with like a plank of chicken on top, I, I, right? You're asking the wrong so. person. Or something like that. It. Yeah, it's like a chicken strip on top. Anyway, welcome to our talking about Portland donuts corner. Oh, man, what if Blue Donuts can get them to cater a wedding? Probably. Not your guys' wedding is in particular, but like thinking about like Jimmy and Conley's wedding where they had like waffles and chicken. Mm-hmm. Or what yeah. was it waffles and bacon? They had? Waffles yeah. and bacon. Yeah. It's pretty good. Man, I, I had fun. Waffle that waffle. was like three weeks ago. I was like, I had fun. I still wedding. have my nail polish from that wedding. This is some burly ass nail polish yeah. that is not entirely chipped away yet. Good job. Wow. Ooh. So what happens? So, it's, well, some people like when they do their nails, because I only hang out with feminists. <laughs> right, <don't> exactly. <laughs> Talk about this. Did the beds of the nails grow in, yeah. so you can see that someone? It's been like two months since they did their yeah, nails. Yeah, you can, look, can look at that nail. Yeah, it's I like, like you see. I like how you took care not to show the middle finger. Well, yeah. no, I mean that's the most dramatic example. We were doing like, that. That you know, if it's dark enough, can you just fill it in with sharpie and just kind of like? <laughs> there you go. Anyway, yeah. I have. I admit, I have just painted over the have... hole before. <laughs> that's which what I'm is saying. The worst. Oh, so it starts to pile up, and if you keep on doing that, you get like fat front of the nails. Exactly. Yeah, you get lumpy nails. But anyway, yeah, no, Jimmy. This is all us just trying not to talk about Dragon Age. I, I talk about donuts and fake nails. Still, what'd you do this week? Yeah, play Dragon Age. Legend of Korra this week. It was a clip. Oh, so good. A clip it was so many twists. <laughs> well, no. They did. More... Did you see that they actually had to come out and preemptively kind yeah. of kill guys? Well, I think, I, think, I think that that was really good, and I really feel like, like man, that sucks. Like, okay, here's your budget, and then we're going to shit so on it. So let's let's explain what happened. Yeah. Okay. At home. So they came out, uh, by which I mean Bright. Bright came out and said, uh, hey guys, just to let y'all know, we had our budget slashed when we were working on this final season. And so we had the option of either cutting an episode and therefore stiffing our animators an episode's worth of work, or doing a clip episode. And we did that instead. Of, yeah, still we didn't keep these guys to, employed for an yeah. extra episode. Which, yeah. you know, I thought it, it's always interesting when you get into these. I think the, the thing.
thing that's easy to forget with with TV in particular that it is like a kind of family atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you make choices that are good for the people involved in making it and not necessarily <laughs> the show. Exactly, like Scrubs. The reason why Scrubs kept going as long as it would and they oh, wouldn't they just wanted the to plug. keep everyone together. Yeah, and, yeah at that yeah. point, they were a family of people in this community. And Bill Lawrence, the creator and showrunner, well, came out and said repeatedly. a lot of things where like things are kind of self-perpetuating and they just keep on doing it just because like they're used to doing it and not yeah. like, you know, yeah. what else are you going to do? Like, it's, that's that seems to be half the reason why The Simpsons is still going, yeah. just wow. because it's yeah. like, what else are we going to do if it's not going to be The Simpsons? Like, what are these voice actors going to do? What are those writers and directors? Because some of those writers and directors have been right there since the first episode. Damn. So, Seriously? Yeah. There's, still There's one guy, David Silverman. He was the guy. He directed the original shorts before Seriously? the Tracy Ullman he's shorts. Still he's still directing that. I still follow. He directed The Simpsons movie, and he's wow. still one of the main head honchos there. And even on Twitter, I follow him on Twitter. He's joked like, yeah, if I don't do The Simpsons, what else am I going to do? So it's kind of like that kind of thing, like yeah. So anyway, anyway, but yeah, what you were saying with the core stuff, yeah, it was a great. I I felt like as far as clip clip episodes go, it was about as good as you could do. The only bummer is the Corey and Asama one. Asami and Corey and Asami was kind of the most. When Tenzin walks in and goes clock block, yeah, it was great because even people posted screen caps of like there's one reverse shot of them. Uh, kind of like silhouetted against the sunset, and they're against yeah. the wooden railing, yeah. which is a mirror of uh, Aang and Katara from the Ember Islands episode, which oh, is kind of the similar yeah. thing from yeah. the original series yeah. oh, of them against the wooden railing and sunset, like in the same kind of like, you know, and everyone's like, <laughs> And of course, she comes out and gives her coffee. Yeah. And she's like, Cora, I thought you'd be cold. And then Cora's like, Bitch, I came from the South Pole. That's even more just proof that uh, uh, Asami's just coming up with excuses shit. to hang out. I did, I have to admit, uh, I liked, I, but I like the way they handled that shit. I like everyone flicking Mako shit oh, about his romantic decisions. Yeah, uh, I liked that Cora was just focusing on her journey, which was kind of nice. She didn't give a shit oh, about she's telling, stuff. I like she's like, Asami comes out and Asami's yeah. like, hey, tell me I think what happened. Asami's like, no, I was there, motherfucker. <laughs> I remember. Oh, you mean last week? I, yeah, I know. I think they had to edit around all the scenes where she was in just to make it not <laughs> seem more ridiculous than Cora's telling her the story. Yeah. I did like the final the oh, final everyone's. third that's that the whole justification for this episode where they yeah. do, essentially do a fan fiction re- <laughs> rematch so remix of with, with, with Varric and Bolin I yeah. did I really liked the the reuse of, of images and stuff for all the bads like yeah. all the bads and I love the, the, the yeah they just put that hand in and the, yeah so again to give some context the third episode the third part was Varric who is this scientist and movie director <laughs> He's, he's like he's like a, a Howard Hughes. He's, he's Howard Hughes. He doesn't pee in anything. And so. so he he made he had when he first came on the show he had made these movies with Bolin where Bolin was which the you hero. kind of forgot about. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, well, we're gonna make a movie a movie show of all this. And then he he comes up with this ridiculous narrative where Bolin is the hero. And yeah. it, he, they tie there's this one running gag where all the villains are on a phone call together. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's such a great joke because they literally just took shots from the series. And then just drew oh, in so the holding it. Back and actually holding do, like, a phone. It's the voice yeah. of a mod saying, Hey, let's go fuck up all in. Yeah. <laughs> and the mod is so perfect because you don't, he's got the fucking mask on. Yeah, yeah, so you can do. really just be standing. <laughs> and like, even like the animations are here, it's like the other window. You can tell me, like, yeah. like, well, and so the whole point of this third section of this recap episode yeah. is that. Uh, this the the Varric the movie guy is reframing everything that Cora the, the hero of the show yeah. has done has actually been done by Bolin this yeah. guy he's talking to so they take footage of like Cora doing stuff and just do the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it's 
Like it's a clip episode, but it's like they're doing stupid like stuff you would see like people would fuck around on I love YouTube. It. Yeah. Of like, oh, it's like, like let's remix it. I loved it. So I'm, that was fucking hilarious. I was yeah. really was thinking it cute. wasn't going to be. It wasn't. I was like, ah, eh, it's not. We even waited to watch it so like that. And I'm like, oh yeah, that, that was, was fun. They, they 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 did as much as they could with the clip yeah, episode. Good yeah, for yeah. Them. yeah. Good Especially for since them. it sounds like they had to kind of whip up that clip episode at the last minute. Yeah, too. it was kind of like yeah. <sighs> Oh, anyway, it was a lot of fun. So, Bill, tell me about Halo. Uh, Halo, Halo sucks, sucks balls. Really? So, okay, I got the Halo Master Chief Collection. And it was yeah. fun because uh, the multiplayer's been busted. But I was playing the single-player stuff because, you know, it has, like, four Halo games. So there's plenty of single-player stuff you can do. Uh, earlier but this week, Halo they... Halo game and the multiplayer is broken? Yeah, oh, that's... I mean, th- I that's, mean that's really the most the reason why people are buying these games. Unacceptable. And this game came out, like, three weeks ago, and the multiplayer is still busted. And so in an effort to mix, uh, fix the, the, the multiplayer stuff in the game, they put out, they've put out a whole bunch of patches, mm-hmm. but they put out one patch this week, which actually borked a lot of the single-player stuff, especially, like, uh, what's it called? Achievements? Really? Oh, yeah. Like, achievements start, I don't uh, unlock properly for a lot of people anymore. Uh, and most importantly, everyone's saves are starting to get fucked up. No! Oh, no. I was, I was oh. playing through uh, Halo 2 because, again, there's not, I, I can yeah. barely play the multiplayer, so I'm just like, I, I actually played through and beat the first Halo game, which is fun. I had a good time playing it. But then, yeah, I went straight from that to playing Halo 2. Mm-hmm. And my save got, like, no. messed up by this uh, new patch they put out. So, mm. like, you can't, I can't even reliably play the single player stuff without, like, That's guaranteeing, terrible. like, my, my save's gonna get jacked. And so I was just like, man, well, fuck this game altogether. Yeah. yeah. We, we tried to, like, I'll accept that multiplayer doesn't work terribly well. And, oh, I don't know, Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah. Which, because, yeah. Like, is that a problem? Yeah. We, oh, we really? tried to we play having... online once with Friend of the Podcast. Oh, so you guys have my copy. I was going to say, yeah. have I played that? Did I try that? Yeah. But, um, which I don't we care. just couldn't make any connections no. at all. No. The, the, is, is it is competitive it? multiplayer? Because I know co-op. they do it's a lot of co op stuff. Co op multiplayer. Okay. Yeah. So we got her, like, she was in our game for, like, one second. And then the frame rate started screwing up, and then Annie restarted, and then no connection to the server. Like I'll accept that because you can still run through, yeah. and you can still save people, save people from criminals that are yeah. inside planters. That's exciting. Right. Um, <laughs> but like, like I accept Aww. that because that game. But like Halo, you yeah, you play Halo to play multiplayer. Yeah, that's why people are upset online. Like like going after the so the original creators of uh, Halo Bungie. They've moved yeah. off and done other things. So this essentially, Microsoft created a new studio. They kind of like do like remastered versions of these games right. and kind of yeah. come up with new Halo games. So everyone's like going up to this new studio, 343 Studios, and going like, guys, what the hell's wrong with this game? The fact that yeah. you've got patches breaking the game even worse yeah. than, like not mm-hmm. even making things better, but breaking the games in new and interesting ways. Yeah. It's just like... The worst plumber. Oh, man. Well, no, there's been so many of the games coming out this year, but I've been kind of, like, fucked up and disappointed. This is some of, I mean, I, I feel like some of that is just because they're getting pushed out at such a I was, That's such just, a I mean, rate. that's just being of accounting the stockholders and not being able to yeah. say... Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about this, this with, this. with uh, Assassin's Creed before, too. Yeah. Where that's that's pretty much become the poster child of yeah. that. But, like, putting out two games at the same time and already in an annualized franchise. Yeah. And that's why I'm so impressed. I'll just, I, this is an unspoiler thing I'll say about Inquisition. It's been refreshing to play a game that I have not experienced hardly any bugs in. Yeah. Like, I've, I've encountered maybe in 20 hours of play, I've encountered one person in the environment. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Doing what? Um, just, oh, you just, mean like just, fell through or just something waist like that? Deep yeah, waist deep oh, really? in some steps. <laughs> but we're like, I mean, that, but that's typical video game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And other, but I've had no narrative bugs. How no. Did you guys squeeze in so much time on uh, Dragon Age uh, when you're also playing so much Grand Theft Auto Five? <laughs> With its first person sex uh-huh. and stuff like that. Uh, I did not no. watch any of the first person sex no. stuff. I, I just saw. Do it. The funny thing 
is like I saw someone had a pre-release copy on Twitch, and uh, they tried to do the first-person sex, but it would not. For, well, they got a hooker. I don't know. Maybe th- the first-person sex doesn't work with the hooker, but like they they were trying to, and people were complaining. That like this guy couldn't get the like the first person view to work with oh, having sex darn. with a hooker. So that's what I was surprised to find out there actually is first person sex in the game. So Who do you have sex with in that game? I don't remember having I did not get far enough in the game. I got as far as unlocking Trevor, is that the name of yeah. the Yeah. And he's totally so see his penis from first person. A character yeah. to me. I just yeah. couldn't get And you it play continue. you play a giant child. You play like you, you barely play as the black guy, but you play like at least like two thirds of the game as Trevor. Michael. I liked Michael and I liked um what was the other guy's name? I can't remember. The black guy. Oh yeah, I didn't like Michael. Michael was a dude. No, I liked. I thought Michael I was, was interesting. What was, what was his name? I can't remember his name. Wait, I feel Lamar, terrible. Not Lamar. He's he's the cool black guy. <laughs> I can't remember any of these characters' names. I can't. Yeah. Well, you played this game a year ago. He's the only one that I like. I, I like forgot. Did you guys actually buy Grand Theft Auto Five? Yeah. Like back yeah. in the day, I yeah. totally forgot about that. Now I want to. I regret. Back in the day, I mean, eleven months ago. We downloaded it though, so I can't even have the satisfaction of reselling. Man, but I do love the idea of first person exploring that world, like Skyrim type shit. Oh, man. So, Bill, I'm, I'm going to pick that up for, like, Christmas or something. Right? Bill, I got to ask you. Fuck the so And was he going to fuck? Last week was the big question was what games were you actually going to get last week? So, did you you didn't wind up getting Grand Theft Auto? Uh, no. Well, I figured oh, Smash Brothers and Grand Theft Auto came out. Uh-huh. Sure. And I figured, so I'll save those for, like, Christmas. Because oh, this okay. seems like a good thing. So, I got Dragon Age and uh, Far Cry 4. Okay. Far Cry 4? in the system yet because yeah. I like I, I thought I was like oh I'm gonna try Dragon Age for a quick moment check that out first Boom, and it, it. it never came back out I'm, yeah. I'm complaining yeah. I was, I, I, sounds like Far Cry is pretty good though and everyone's saying it's Far Cry 3 except without yeah. shooting writing and there's snow I did finally so. watch last week the I'm secret ending this. of Far Cry 4 it's actually kind of great what is wait so the context wait. of Far Cry 4 is that you are um you're coming to this <laughs> this country to um because your mom asked you to leave her ashes there that's <laughs> really? the context of it. Your mom? Is so mom. You she, get there. Is she dead? Yes. Oh, no, Bill. It's just her ashes. Cool. She just... Well, that maybe she asked you to carry the top of the mountain and set her on fire. So, <laughs> she, you have this urn of ashes. You, and you... are totally my kiff. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally that kind of sounds. And, um, I need so, to get a shorter skirt. Yeah, see, uh, so you get there, and you're you're intercepted by this guy, Pagan Min, who grabs dude you. You da- gra- dude on the cover. Who grabs you and your guide, and takes you to his palace, and is basically whining and dining you. Clearly, there, you know, he's like, you know, I'm going. Does here he to- eat like the mom's ashes? N- uh, he he does stick his finger in it and taste. And he goes, ah, memories. Oh, uh, so it was instant insinuating that he had sex through. He's your father. Spoilers. He's your father. Because I know so, playing as an Asian guy. Because the, the, the implication only thing is he's your father. That, that's oh, okay. what I assumed from watching this. So the thing is, so this ending is he tortures your guide and drags him out of the room. Are you and then you're like a legitimate ending of the game. No, no, no. This is the secret. This is how oh, the game okay, okay, opens. Okay. He he drags your guide oh, out of the room to torture him. Yeah. And you're sitting at the table, and he's like, "I'll be back in like ten minutes." And so you, you at, the, at which point, and he leaves. At yeah. which point, you you you're supposed to get the fuck out of there because they're torturing your guide. They come. Doesn't leave. Yes. Yeah. If you sit for the ten minutes, you have the option of sitting for the ten minutes. At which point, Pagan Min comes back, implies heavily he's your father, takes you to the shrine where you deposit the ashes, and he goes, "Great, now let's go shoot some guns." (laughs) And the credits roll. There was an alternate ending if you just wait, but I didn't know what it was. But it, that's was it was amazing. It was amazing. Beautiful. It's like finally we could go 
go shoot some fucking that, guns. That was more clever than anything that happened in Far Cry 3. So that's yeah. that's that's that awesome. Well, because I, I remember when when uh, when they first announced Far Cry 4, uh, there was a lot of people were wondering like, what's what's the like the racial politics of this? Because yeah. the racial politics yeah. in the last game were all fucked up. Yeah. And uh, Ubisoft was very quick to point out that who you're playing is an actual like Asian guy. So at least if you're shooting other yeah. people, you're actually not just a white guy blowing away shitloads of minorities for for yeah. 14 hours, but. Which makes sense that, it, yeah, because the bad guy's Asian here. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm Whatever. But he's taking his finger in the ashes? Yeah. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Gross. Double anyway, there. Uh, Bill, tell me. So did cat netting show up on the newsroom this week? Yeah. I was trying to figure out if people are talking about cat netting. <laughs> really? Is the newsroom that popular enough that, like, her no, showing up would no. make it, like, I just everyone's suddenly talking about cat nettings? I just saw cat nettings pop up on my timeline. Is she still on TV? She's probably still on that terrible two broke girl show. We don't she's know. She's beautiful. She's so beautiful, though. She's, she's so, such a goofball. What did you call Thunder Thunder Tits? Thunder Tits having brown-haired snark snarkers. Our friend Steve Wolfhard said he he quoted himself talking to his wife. He's like, "But I didn't want to. I didn't marry Cat Dennings. I married you." And I was like, what? I, "Do you know what the context of him t- saying that to his wife was?" No, but I presume they're talking about Cat Dennings because in the newsroom. So how did Cat Dennings show up on the newsroom? Uh, she's uh, one of the people. Who, uh, she's one of the children of one of the people who owns the company that everyone okay. works for for this news organization. And suddenly she's about to turn twenty five, and so when she turns twenty five, she inherits the company and she wants to sell it off. So oh. suddenly it's and also it's the last season of the newsroom, and by season I mean like four episodes. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of a like big thing. Like oh my god, we gotta we gotta raise enough money so she doesn't like take the company and sell it off to someone else. We gotta like yeah. raise enough money to pay her so we can keep the company within you know the family and stuff like that so, Kat, so she's just kind of she's just kind of an airhead airhead still big bad funny. yeah exactly yeah okay. and uh, she ends up in a fight with uh, Jane Fonda <laughs> they end up snarking at each other right. but yeah she shows up for 10 I, seconds and yeah. she's actually you know she's she's Kat she's, she's kind of funny and she's yeah. charming she doesn't they don't actually show much of her boobs like there's no That's... boob jokes or anything like that no cleavage popping out or anything like that but still the best part of that show is so what I love her cleavage. Well, I'm just saying, if you guys like, if you guys go out of your way to find that episode of the newsroom and like, you're believe like, oh. it or not, Bill, I'm not. I don't hinge every cat dating experience <laughs> I, I see on how much breasts well, are present. I just wanted to point I, out. That I, I would like to point out that I do. I like to see things that cat dating are in because then I can see how they dress her. Yeah, that's true. No, cat so is like... the closest to how my body type is. If she gains like 50 pounds, <laughs> like, that's the closest I have to any representation. Wrong. She's yelling at Jane Fonda while eating a donut. <laughs> Um, but then she gets yelled at by uh, the dude from the uh, from Law and Order. <laughs> you really have so many Law and Order shows. This conversation last Probably. week where I was just like Law and Order did this Law and Order did that. Well, yeah. no, Sam Waterston mm. is all like, "I'm gonna get you. I hate you, Cat Dennings." It's a really good Sam Waterston impression. Skinny and shaky. He's like, so he looks like he looks like one of those things from Dark Crystal. Yeah, you know what? He's kind of slowly turning into that kind of badly enough. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. It have I freaked out in the, about the newsroom that the only real reason to watch it is is Olivia Munn, who was she, her career? Yeah, she started yeah, yeah, off. She yeah. was like you, you talked about that last. She week. was like a host on G Four uh, or something like that. And so when she, when she got like cast in a Aaron Sorkin show, everyone's like, "What? That's fucking weird." But she, yeah, she's the funniest character on the show. She's like, and so if you ever watch the newsroom, I mean, Kat Dennings is cute now. She's going to be you know like a main character for the rest of the season. But also Olivia Munn, this other character, she's actually very cute. She plays this super uh, crazy. She's the smartest character on the show. She plays an, an economist. 
who she's actually the one who figures out what Kat Dennings is, is going to uh-huh. try to do by selling the company. Mm. But she's just kind of funny. I'm just saying. She's also very cute. But aside from that, Kat Dennings thing where it's super cute, but she's also playing a good character. I'm just saying. Olivia Munn, Kat Dennings, maybe the kiss. Wait, what? No, I Damn it. Does Not everything to be chorus. Bill, do you have anything more uh, to say on your week, or can we go to Geek Week and review? Yeah, we should push the four. So, friends, we're gonna we're, we're actually let's just push through. Let's just hit the Geek Week and review here. Ha! This one is for the boys with the booming system, top down, AC with the cooling system. When he come up in the club, he be blazing up. Got stacks on the deck, like he's saving up. And he ill, he real, he might got a deal. He pop bottles, and he might got the right kind of bill. He cold, he dope, he might sell coke. He always in the air, <laughs> but he never fly a coach. He a motherfucking trip. Trip, sailor of the ship. Ship, when he make it drip, drip, kiss him on the lip. Lip. That's the kind of dude I was looking for. And yes, you'll get slapped if you're looking hoe. I said, excuse me, you're a hell of a guy. I mean, my, 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 my. You're like pelican fly. I mean, you're so shy and I'm loving your tie. You're like slicker than the guy with the thing on his eye. Oh, yes I did. Yes I did. Somebody please tell him who the F.I. is. I'm Nicki Minaj. I mack them dudes up, back coops up, and chuck the dudes. <laughs> break Here's time, break. Um, Bill put in all the video game award nominees, but we'll we'll see if we have time for that. Let's get through the actual news first. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. The Maniac Mansion guys have a Kickstarter for a new retro scummed style adventure game called Thumbleweed Park. They're saying it's a direct spiritual successor to Maniac Mansion and Monkey Island. Hey, have you guys uh, donated to this? Here's the thing. This oh, is no. finally it. This was the one where the video was so disrespectful to me in my time. I was like, fuck you. Wait, just in terms of like its its idea or just how it was produced? Uh, like literally the video. So the video is, opens with it's zoom what in on a character's <laughs> eye. Fuck <laughs> you. Like fully even had to like walk away from it. It's like, a zoom in. Like, take like a grenade that was gonna go off. Yeah. It's oh, a, okay. It's a zoom in on a character's eye, but the thing is, it's their maniac mansion style sprites. So Which the I was eye is like a, that. A, a four by four pixel. No, like a two by two pixel, okay. black square pixel. And then it's zoomed, and then slowly pans out from this eye. But it's just a fucking black square, and it was something like fifty-eight seconds before it zoomed out all the way. Is there any like dialogue or anything over no. this to kind of give you context? I'm like the... watching this trailer like. Go fuck yourself. It's all self-important bullshit. It looks like ass. I'm sorry. It's not even, like, doing anything interesting. It's just, ah. What's the thing? I'm so mad at it. Elements of style where they say omit needless words. Someone needs that for, like, Kickstarter videos. God damn it. Cut to the fucking chase. Yeah, Yeah, it's called Annie Makes Them. I really should just do, like, a... Thoughts on so did you even see any more about it? You just saw like this one no, minute I of the eye. No, I read eye. the whole thing. <laughs> you just, you just la- slammed I watched, your laptop shit. I watched the whole video and I read the whole thing. And there was a, 
I, I, I have a knee-jerk response to anything that is self-described as wacky, too. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, anytime. Grand, that's kind of the whole... I know. That's, but they're, they're wacky guys. Ron Gil... I'm, I'm just more... I, I, I'm indebted forever to Ron Gilbert and what he did at LucasArts. Don't get me wrong. But I'm starting to realize that all the Ron Gilbert games I've played, the parts that Ron Gilbert has done have been the least interesting parts of them. Like what? Well, like, well how do you know which parts that he did specifically? Well, I mean, like, the cave was not great. Yeah, cave was not... Cave is uh, cute, but... What was that goddamn bacon joke game that he did with Hothead Studios? That was a thing? Oh, was that the one where, like, you're running around... It was an action, oh, top-down yeah. action game? All the writing in that was terrible. Like, his um, wackiness... Still... His His wackiness, it seems like it is... Not anything he thinks is funny, but he thinks that it's slop the masses will like. That's yeah. kind of the perspective of his humor. Condescending kind yeah. of... Like, yeah. I feel like it's like, you'll laugh this garbage. Yeah, That's how I feel. My basic problem of the Cave 2 is a basic gameplay design thing where uh, the, ga- the, the, the Cave uh, kind of goaded you towards playing multiple playthroughs because they had a whole yeah. bunch of different characters and kind of like it was yeah just but the number of characters in the game uh if you play the game two or three times you can never like you had to repeat some of the same characters over yeah. again like the, if they had added an extra character or taken another one away yeah. you could have had uh, multiple playthroughs with uh, three brand new characters yeah but just by like just from that can yeah. basic gameplay uh issue it's like Either Ron Gilbert either Again, ran out of money or he's not a very good designer. Like, yeah, and yeah. then suddenly, like, you got... If you're playing for like the second time and one of the one or two of the characters you're you're already playing through their shit all over again, just waste yeah, it's a waste of your fucking time. I I have I very pointedly did not say any of these opinions on Twitter because I think they're kind of rude. But on this, right. on well, this podcast that no one listens to, I you will can say, say it. it on Twitter as long as you don't like include Ron Gilbert's no, like. even then, it's no. like I get I get that this is an important person. Who I do love people who do that. Like gaming. Ron Gilbert, he's a bunch of bullshit. And, like, at Grumpy yeah, Gaming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's just so not my thing. I've been wanting to criticize one of the characters in Dragon Age. I'm not talking about it, but I've been wanting to criticize them by using a very sp- particular phrase, mm-hmm. and I can't because I feel like yeah. it's too mean. Yeah, we'll, oh, we'll talk no. about it in the back end of the podcast. Yeah, so I keep but, like, ah, <laughs> uh, But anyway, yeah, just like, fuck, fuck Ron Gilbert. Yeah. I, fuck the Void Park. I do think it's funny that they do have a tier that is explicitly um, uh, absolution for pirating Monkey Island or Maniac Mansion. I think that's kind of cute. So, but otherwise, how yeah, much fuck. is the tier? Like five hundred bucks? No, it's like it's just like basic literature. That's pretty bad when Andy Maloney can't get into your Kickstarter. Uh, it's Ron Gilbert. It's the guys who did original. No, like I said, I don't like Ron Gilbert. Did... Ron Gilbert is not the part of these games that I like. Did Tim Schafer... Also, I don't like Maniac Mansion really? at all. No, I did not like it. I tried to play it. Not, even, not... not even putting the gerbil in the microwave? No. See, that's... Whoa! I put a gerbil in a microwave! Fuck Tim you. Schaefer, did he work on Monkey Island? Yeah. Because yeah. I know Tim Schafer gets credit for most of that shit, and Ron Gilbert's kind of, like, always been in a shadow. At least now, people work around. Well... Because, like, it's always Tim Schafer game. Tim Schafer, Tim Schafer yeah. game. Yeah. I guess those games were more Ron Gilbert Like, than Day of the Gil- Tentacle is a far superior game in every way to Maniac Mansion. Mm-hmm. It could not have existed without Maniac Mansion. And that's the thing. I acknowledge what these guys did. Is Day of the Tentacle more of a Tim Schafer joint than it is oh, with Ron it is. Gilbert? it is. It's 100%. Ron Gilbert wasn't involved at all. Okay. It was, uh, I think, Dave Grossman who went on to do Telltale. And... What happened? Did Ron Gilbert, like, just leave the company? Because... I think so. I oh, okay. But anyway, fuck Ron Gilbert. And you got opinions. Here at this podcast that no one listens to... Fuck Ron Gilbert. Now watch us get a DL. Evil guy. Ron Gilbert. Yeah. Fuck you too. Good job. You're... See, the thing is, he would say that. So no, I don't know. I I, I acknowledge hey. what he did. 
And honestly, I would have just kickstarted, like, thrown in five bucks just out of, like, acknowledging for what he has done and supporting his work. But you, the, the but video, video offended your sense of Also, that then he also video. gave birth to the, the, to the black-haired daughter from... Roseanne, right? Wasn't her name something? Sarah, Sarah Gilbert. Sarah Gilbert. Oh man, she old now. I think she looks good. No, she honestly she bad. I forgot the like. She's an adult human. She's now. an adult. He, that's more. It's not man, that she I loved looks her. Old. I loved her on Roseanne. Oh, she's also a lesbian. Really? Oh, that's not a shocker. No, because I hang out with feminists. And I... <laughs> you do. You do. No, I can tell. Oh, she has no. She, she, her girlfriend she's... looks looks like uh, 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 Keith Richards. Yeah, yeah. She's married to a pirate. <laughs> Her, her her dad's oh, Linda, Gilbert and Linda made Perry. Monkey Island. <laughs> Linda Perry. Okay, Who's yeah. Linda Perry? Linda Perry is a uh, pirate. Uh, non uh, four non blondes. Nineties. Uh, Man, Sarah Gilbert's trying way too hard to resist resting resting bitch face because she's got like this pursed lip little smile. She's got the opposite. She's got resting happy face. Welcome to the Boy Hiding Podcast where we discuss Google image searches. <laughs> on the air. I'm just saying right, Google next. image search. Next, Sarah Gilbert and now play along. Ron yeah. That's why she's dating a pirate. Uh, she's like, I'm a terrible person. Mom. Ron Gilbert is an important member of the gaming community. <laughs> he wants to make different games, and God bless him. The Cave, I think, was an interesting game, and I'm glad that it exists. And I think it had beautiful art direction, and some of those puzzles were very, very fun. No, he's a nice he's an, man. He's... We're not saying fuck Ron Gilbert like someone needs to blow up his house. You're just, <laughs> you're just more... Although, to be fair, you seem more upset at his editing, video editing skills. Well, than, well like, any, that's just... I, I feel like that is... It's like I said, it's a kind of condescending, disrespectful, this is what you fuck Bacon Bacon our wall. That's how I feel. That's the yeah. vibe I get. And that may be totally me reading into it, but I don't know. Well, but it's also, it's also just... There are people that are not good at crafting a good message via Kickstarter. Yeah. There are a lot of them. Yeah. Terrible, terrible Kickstarter videos. Yeah. And it's it's just nice when something yeah. is in the dick. You see Era, Erica hung out with uh, Amanda Palmer this week on stage for something? Amanda Palmer was in town? Mm-mm. Uh, that was a brief choice. <laughs> okay. Next. Talk, let's, let's just talk everyone. Fucking Amanda Palmer. <laughs> uh, anyway, what's up? Double Fine had to lay off 12 employees this week as an unannounced game fell through when a publisher canceled the game. And the game was called Let's Edit Ron Gilbert's Kickstarter Video Correctly. Uh, so yeah, right now, the only games we know of in development at Double Fine are Massive Chalice. Well, that's uh, uh, that's the other addendum I wanted to make was, but then uh, Double Fine came out and said very specifically, like, no, it works still going ahead with Massive Chalice and yeah, a Double Fine be, Adventure Game Part 2. I mean, and... they're, they've got to be in a weird financial place right now because they didn't have enough money to, they, they, they're clearly, they had to wrap up Space Base. DF9 or whatever it was called because um, the they didn't have DF? money. It was a it's a, it was a game they had to open in early access. DF9 oh, and they shut it down, right? Oh. Yeah, they, they went ahead and they're like, Says the guy wrote it. the show notes talking about this like two months ago. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I mean, and then this got I mean, their Kickstarter was a long time ago. Both of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like they've got. Oh, Massive Chalice was like a year ago. That's, it was right before they put out the the, the actual That's a published. long time ago, my friend. That, well, I, I talking know, about money game, to float your game, pers- game development perspective. I'm saying I I know, but I'm just saying when you have a small cache of money and you're just chipping away at it, chipping I away. What the game would have been? I wonder if it would have been a Tim Schafer joint or something like that. Like probably not. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I hope things keep going well. I'm still surprised. To, it's almost the end of the year. I'm surprised we still haven't even heard word about vague ideas of when the second half of the the. Broken Age comes out. Just oh, because I'm not even complaining about it. I'm, I'm just, I just genuinely want to see when 
see how the game wraps up because I had a really cool cliffhanger. Uh, Jack Thompson has joined Gamergate. What? I didn't read about any of this. Oh, I, I like, saw because who the hell really cares that much? But I saw he showed up on a video. Do you know how like the two? I, I even hate hesitate to call them the head Gamergator guys. But the guy who, who looks like he's trying to be a Dracula, <laughs> and the guy looks like a Frankenstein. Yes. <laughs> he was in a video with a Frankenstein. Oh yeah, there's the guy a with the Sarkeesian hair? project dude. Yeah, those right? guys. Oh, yeah. Those people. Seen their video? Have you actually seen yeah. like the trailers for their no. Sarkeesian? It looks like Ron Gilbert made it. Yeah, Sarkeesian <laughs> Well, I've seen a lot of people, uh, supposed actual uh, Sarkeesian effect supporters online, complaining about like, we just gave you guys fifteen thousand dollars. What the fuck are you doing? This, this, Why would you talk to like a shit. dude who? Who, who came out and said that video games are unacceptable because of their violent content. Annie, uh, cause Jack Thompson's going to help them in the war against Anita Sarkeesian. A disbarred wants to censor. attorney. <laughs> well, be, well, that's the joke everyone's been making is that they're complaining about this lady who wants to censor video games with a guy who actually tried to censor yeah, video games. Yeah. And like, so this, this is the moment where Gamergate, wow. really just from a basic logical perspective, yeah. has jumped the fucking, not even a shark, yeah. but like... It's like a laser shark. Laser shark, yeah, with mm-hmm. freaking lasers, et cetera, et cetera. That's a Ron Gilbert kind of joke. <laughs> it is. It is. Freaking lasers. Lego motherfuckers like lasers, right? You guys you guys saw Austin Powers, right? I'm going to make an Austin Powers joke. Man. Yeah. I'm going to get where going to send us an email. Jack what the fuck you guys? Thompson. So, yeah, so I, I have no idea exactly what happened I there. Regret. If they reached out. I so, so full of vitriol. I have shame. You know what I'm going to go back? How do we edit a podcast? <laughs> what we don't, Bill? <laughs> Since the word Ron Gilbert gets replaced with Jack Thompson. <laughs> Jack Thompson. I know Jack Thompson was important at LucasArts <laughs> in the early era, but Well that's why he's so upset. He's jealous. He's like he's like Anakin Skywalker. He's returned to destroy the people that he helped. <laughs> uh, the internet went bonkers this week with scans of I can be a computer engineer Barbie book popped up in which Barbie ends up relying on a couple of guys to make her game because she's only into design. Did you see the scans from this? I don't know if there's something that would have I didn't your... see the original ones, but I saw all the remixed ones. Yeah, where everyone's just like, Barbie's like, fuck you guys, I gotta code the CS Plus and blah, 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 and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, so people found out, like, four years ago, they, they yeah, Barbie company put out a book called, called I Can Be a Computer Engineer, starring uh-huh. Barbie, uh-huh. except Barbie's trying to make a video game, but she even comes out says i don't know computer stuff but i'm good at design so she's just talking about how she needs these two friends of hers guy friends to actually engineer the game for her despite the book being called i can be a computer engineer it's just like saying i want that house to be pink the one that i really liked though the one edit that i really liked is like uh where it's like Oh no! I'm I'm just the I'm the game developer. I'm like the designer. I wrote the design document. And I'm giving direction. These fuckers are working eighty hour weeks to get it done. Well, that's the best thing. Well, she's essentially the project manager. Yeah. Like the book is like I just nice. like design, but yeah, they made it so like I'm I'm, I'm so... fucking I gotta I gotta do a budget. Like you know yeah. like yeah I'm, I'm not just like a fucking design person. But yeah, it's it's very it's, it was a weird cute. choice. But yeah, the response to it was pretty fantastic. Um, some folks submitted fake offers to sell PlayStation fours on Amazon for ninety dollars to trick stores that price match like Walmart into selling real PlayStation 4s for $90. Wow. I can't believe this hasn't happened before. I'm sure it has. But Any enough that, that like, sounds matching. like a lot of Walmarts got 
tricked into selling PlayStation 4s for 90 bucks. And so Walmart came out and said they're revising their yeah. their their shit for this. Although I don't know how do you revise it because well, she revised your price matching. Yeah. Well, I would assume if it's actually sold by Amazon because the idea like right, 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 right. because they be... were price matching against third party vendors yeah. who would fake a profile in Amazon saying yeah, yeah like oh, that's terrible. Say. Which although I wonder what happens if you try to sell if you actually try to buy one of those fake listings for a nine dollar Xbox or a PlayStation Four on you get a jack in the box do? that pops out of the. Uh, out of well, the I wonder if they it wasn't even you. actually on Amazon.com. I wonder if they I just faked the Amazon it. website. Yeah. yeah, if you bring your iPad and just say, here's a JPEG. Yeah, <laughs> he's sleeping Seriously. Photoshop that says $90. Well, you know, I was wondering about this because I went to um, I went to Fry's, which is an electronics store, and they do price matching. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to them about price matching the um, this printer I was looking at. And he actually said, oh, let me, let me look up this one's price on Amazon for you. And at the time, I was like, that's really weird that you're price matching this you're for me. But now, in hindsight, he was totally verifying. That, exactly, yeah. That it was real. That's, that's exactly oh, the same what thing I did this morning for. I, I got Amiibos came to the house. Amiibos! It's, it's worth it just to have a villager. I was going to say, these are actually really nicely yeah. made. Yeah. They're like, what? Like, I think they're like 12 bucks a piece, which seems kind of expensive for this shit. But it's not when you can the RFID uh, thing. I did. It did. Uh, so, I guess all you have to do is touch it to the gamepad, to the Wii U gamepad, and I did get like. Uh, Link and Mario costumes for my Mario Eight nice. characters. This and Mario Kart is so good. Yeah, no, these these are these are actually really nice. These are really nice. Stupid little fucking yeah. non-action action figures. I like non-action action figures. In this action is the most figures. exciting thing that's happened to me this week. Is three lumps of plastic <laughs> you know, here in the house. Those are sometimes, pretty good. Sometimes I wish I wish for more good non-action video game maquettes yeah. and stuff like that that are yeah. Yeah. Imagine if Dragon Age came with a whole action figure. Like, there's a super special edition. They're actually, the they are releasing this week a, a Morrigan maquette from yeah. Inquisition. Is Morrigan That's in cool. this game? Because I can't yes. hear her. Is she good? Is Bill, she a good character? We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get right, there. Right. We'll get there. Um, Shadow of Mordor now lets you play as a beautiful lady. What? Yeah, do you guys still have my copy or did you give it back? Or I think we gave it back. Could have sworn we gave it back to you. You guys because... are always welcome to take it back, though, Thank because you. now. So, uh, about halfway through the game. I don't know if you guys ever you got get that a gender far. switch. Well, no, you run into like a Viking kind of lady uh-huh. who you have to help out because her shit's being fucked up by Mordor, uh-huh. and so they, uh, yeah, so the people who make Shadow Mordor just put out a random update this this week that lets you just arbitrarily just change the skin from the dude to the lady throughout the whole game. Uh, although, wait, supposedly... wait, wait, is it still voiced by? Yeah, Troy it's still Baker? voiced by Troy Baker, and it goes well, back to the character in the. Is it still voiced, really? Yeah, uh, yeah. They don't change the voice; it's just the skin. Because he weird. talks during like fighting yeah. and. Yeah, it's just yeah, that's weird. I don't like that. Well, although supposedly, although in 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 engine when you're actually controlling him, it's still the lady, so you can still kiss your wife as a lady. That's great. At the beginning of the game, so that's why a lot of people are like, oh, that's a really good impression of the internet, Bill. <laughs> I just say, if people went to Korosami, it just turned into Zoidberg. More specifically, like you just get two random ladies and you just want to just try to make them like, kiss as much as possible. Yeah, regardless if they're lesbians or not, it's just like Cat Dennings and you know, wait, and, anyone, and Olivia Munn, any random uh, woman near Cat Dennings, yeah. kiss her. Uh, <laughs> this week there was was there the CGI Peanuts trailer was released. Oh, you didn't see that? No. Oh, I should have had you guys watch it before we started. Yeah, just a quick teaser trailer for the CGI Peanuts movie, which is coming out next fall. 
There's not much to talk about if you guys haven't seen it, but it's weird because it's still tr- tr- like trying to be flat two-dimensional animation, okay. but with like three-dimensional textures put on top. Interesting. So they kind of look like almost like felt cut-out characters. Oh, that interesting. Could be cool. But no. And so the teaser trailer, it's Snoopy fighting. Is it? Is he fighting the Red Baron and something else? But then there was they put on this terrible pop song on top. Oh no! Was trying to be like it's a pop song, which totally does not fit with uh, peanut uh-uh. stuff. But the animation actually doesn't look that bad. Yeah. And supposedly, like, so from like Snoopy's voice, I guess they're actually taking the old the oh, voice great. Clutch, so he's still like, ah, 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 ah. yeah Good. just like so it's just, it doesn't look terrible it doesn't look as bad as like Paddington Bear or yeah like that, but anyway um, an old Ghostbusters 2 script got leaked this week this one was written by a couple of random writers in the office I remember this yeah it's this this version of the screenplay yeah. it ends with the white Ghostbusters blowing themselves up while fighting Cthulhu and leaving Sigourney Weaver's kid and Winston Zeddemore in charge of the company yeah so that's really kind of the whole gist is this For, so uh, and then the white ghostbusters show up as ghosts. He, he texted me. Do you guys have to poop? Yes. No, I'm just making sure that is that was that okay. He said noon. Yeah. It's okay. Fine. Cool. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Okay. What? Yeah. So the in this ghostbusters trip, you're making plans and not fucking. Otherwise, otherwise we'd have to be at the gun show in six minutes. Yeah. That's not the case. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Uh. We're so always at the gun show. The so wait, they end up blowing themselves up fighting. And they show up as ghosts, but it's only the white. Ghostbusters. So ghosts. Okay, so Ghostbusters in since the first movie, uh, gets turned into a giant company that's taken over by some asshole. Okay. But so the Ghostbusters and like Bill Murray in the interim, like the original Ghostbusters broke up and Bill Murray ran off and became mayor of New York. Of course. And all this kind of crazy shit. So there's like these news new Ghostbusters took. It's a whole thing. But it turns out most of the Ghostbusters end up killing themselves, and the main character ends up becoming, uh, yeah, Scorny Weaver's kid from Ghostbusters two. Hmm. And I don't know. I don't know who they would have gotten to play. But then, yeah, this is the script written by a couple randos from The Office. So, oh. You know what? Bob and Doug. You know what? Who would have made it good? Oh, if you're going to... Okay, if, okay, okay. so if you're going to have the son of Sigourney Weaver be the new like head of the Ghostbusters... Son, daughter. You get him. Who's the guy from The Office everyone hates? Paul Lieberstein? I want him to be a ghost. Oh, you mean the HR guy that I want? The HR guy, yeah. I want because yes. uh, he totally looks like someone who would be named Oscar. He, <laughs> he does. For, also, he's he's on the on the newsroom now too. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, playing the same character. Why am I suddenly all about the newsroom? <laughs> No, so I guess he like for this last season he's suddenly now a producer for the show too from like behind the scenes. But now I guess he's also playing one of the characters on the show. But he really is just like the eh, I mean that's like his only mode of acting. Is, you need eh, it. Eh, well, that's remember. the thing is that he was just he's a writer on the Office and he was a producer and they just brought, let him have a role. Yeah, so that was how it works. Anyway. So. And I'm about Ghostbusters. Fuck There's Ghostbusters. a Babadook book. The Babadook book, which is in no context for you guys because you guys haven't seen the Babadook. Uh, so the Babadook, uh, the you kind of big crux it. of yeah. the movie yeah. is this this. The, kid the finds book. the Babadook book. Uh, so they've so, released the book? Yeah, actually, they've changed Babadook.com, so not even it being about the movie, it is now essentially just a fundraising site so they can produce real-life versions with a whole fully fleshed-out version of the book written by the, uh, the, the the lady who wrote and directed the movie yeah. and uh, drawn by, I think it's her husband. Mm. So it's a kind of husband and wife team who also just happened to make the movie are now like, if we get 2,000 orders, we can make a real Babadook book and scare the shit out of your kids. (laughs) So yeah, just go to the Babadook.com. Also, that movie is actually getting its official release. I think it's at the end of this week. I think next Friday. Okay. Uh, I think it's coming out in theaters and maybe also getting like released on iTunes and stuff like that. So, which supposedly there's rumors that the episode seven Star Wars trailer is going to be on every movie in theaters next weekend. Oh, seriously? Literally, that's the rumor is that they're going to... Every movie, and so everyone's like, maybe I should go to the movies next week. So if you go to the, if 
you have to go to the movies next weekend. I'm not going to go see the Babadook in theaters, Bill. There's no way. If you're going to buy a ticket just to watch the trailer and leave? I will go see either uh, fucking Big Hero 6. If I can find Book of Life somewhere, I'll go see that. Which one's Book of Life? Book of Life is the um, Day of the Dead book yeah, that was Guillermo yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that, was, that came and gone in like or in a week and a half. Or Box Trolls. All the B children's movies. <laughs> like literally not, B. Not Mockingjay. Big Hero 6. Oh yeah, Mockingjay. I still haven't seen the last Hunger Games yeah. movie. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. In our household, you have to say, yeah, you have to say Hunger Games like a mouthful of marbles. We've started doing it and now like, now like everybody that we know. Now we can't not do it. <laughs> Uh, Warner Brothers is trying to turn Stephen King's The Stand into a four-film franchise. Is The Stand the one that has the cover of the two ninety people fighting? Uh-huh. And I always hope that it's about that. That I find out it's about some fucking virus. No, there's actually there's no there's no bird dude fighting a night guy. Yeah, that has nothing to do with yeah. The, that doesn't happen at all. No, really, it's just a, a virus wipes out ninety nine point nine percent of humanity. It's everyone else left over fighting. Four movie series. That, How about them franchises? Even for, for a book that's like twelve hundred pages long, like that is, there's not that much plot. Yeah. Like that book is not that good. Characters <laughs> aren't that interesting. Yeah. I mean, the most interesting thing is the whole all of humanity gets wiped out yeah. by this virus. The, the MacGuffin is interesting. And you can make an interesting movie out of that, but like four fucking and this like idea that they're already planning like oh yeah. they're so they're already assuming there's gonna be enough interest to warrant four yeah. fucking movies specifically Ugh. like oh man like a lot of people this week uh, wrote up a whole bunch of stuff about how this is totally a result of. Like Harry Potter, oh, yeah. Hunger well, Games stuff, where like yeah, even like the franchise, yeah, well, like like way I'm more movies Avengers. a franchise needs than yeah. yeah. I've told you about the conversation that I had with with Sam Elliott when I was helping him with his no. sink, where he was in the Golden Compass. Yeah, and, and they're I just was, doing. I think they're starting to do marketing for the Golden Compass. Like they'd finished yeah, filming. They, yeah, they'd that, finished yeah, remember that? Yeah, filming and everything yeah, like that. And I was helping oh, I the gorgeous and beautiful Sam Elliott um, fix get stuff to fix up his his bathroom. Um, because it was, that's just what I did with my day. And we're standing there and we're talking and then his phone rings. He's like, I have to take this. He takes it and it's, you, I can Craig. hear how loud these people are. And they're totally like on a speakerphone situation. Oh, I think so I he's remember standing, you saying something about this. I didn't realize you were actually like privy to like yeah. talking to Hollywood people. I, it was him talking to producers and to whatever. And they're like, they're like gabbing about like, yeah, so when we do the second one? And he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, what? Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he gets off the phone and he just kind of shakes his head and drops his phone into his pocket and just goes... They kill God in these books. That movie ain't getting made. <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, that's what he said? I just kind of looked at him and was like, I, I love that guy. He's, He's a good egg. They kill God in these books. <laughs> I actually hear Sam Elliott say the phrase, they kill God. <laughs> I, love, I love Sam Elliott. That, that, you know, that's probably the moment that whole series, that, that fate was sealed right there. was And he said that out loud. That yeah. just kind of like God heard him and was like, yeah, okay. Disney says it's set to sell twice as much Frozen merchandise than last year when the damn movie Uh actually came out. Uh And the only reason Bill even mentioned this is because Disney also pointed out that Elsa stuff outsells Anna merchandise two to one. Despite Anna being the main character. Is it only because Elsa has cool ice powers? Yeah, I just want to like, that's kind of interesting. The fact that Disney actually came out and said, yeah, yeah, fuck Anna. It's all about Elsa. I love Anna. Why did you, when you're a little girl, do you want to be just some chick? Or do you want to be a magician? A magician? You want to be a magician? Well, I don't know, is it just the a powers? A sexually confused magician? <laughs> is, yeah. it, is it just the 
this the powers, or is it the fact that she feels so ostracized and so many people can automatically no, it's relate magic. to that? Like, magic men thing? Really you're talking magic? to a no. three-year-old girl. Yeah. I have you know ice. What? I like let it go. What, what does Anna even sing? I can't remember. You remember let it go. Build a snowman. Yeah, I don't want to fucking build a snowman. You know what? I want to make a snowman. She has the song with the bongos. Yeah, that's a good point, exactly. You know yeah. what? Yeah. You know what? All three-year-old girls love mages. <laughs> They true. do. They just they love solace. Foley went to go face Nosferatu. We went fully. Foley went to go uh, give banana bread to some friends of ours last night. <laughs> Talk is that to you? No, I made banana bread. Fuck you. I made to our three-year-old was gonna. Where was going with that? Bill? Just a funny enough person. I, I, I love you. Okay, yeah, anyway, banana she, bread. Speaking of three-year-olds, she got to teach this three-year-old girl the word hunky. Oh. So we're, we're mom, doing our part. Like, I showed up in my sweater and everything like that. My my but they and her and our friend Julia was like, "You look hunky. You look good. Yeah, yeah." I love it. And, it's like, and then Tim kind of comes into the room and goes, yeah, you do. You look hunky. And Josephine just goes, hunky? What's hunky mean? What's hunky? So that's how you know. She's three. That's how you know we've really made a difference in this world of ours. We taught a three-year-old the meaning of the word hunky. Fully, we're on brand. Good job. Because hunky is actually a phrase in Pittsburgh. This is actually where hunky comes from. Yeah. Hunky is a derivative term for Hungarians. Yeah. Like Uh Hungarians, because I'm part Hungarian, too. Hungarians were a lot of the people who worked the steel mills. Yeah. And so hunky was kind of a derivative term for, like, oh, you're a hunky. I've heard honky, but I've never heard hunky. Supposedly honky is supposed... This is what I've heard is honky, honk, honk, is derivative of hunky, which I guess is maybe comes from hunky. I don't know. Hungarian. Hunks? Me Hunks? so hungry. Me want food. I guess. <laughs> but hunky. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But just hearing anyone just like, fully thought someone the word hunky. And like, Pittsburgh, that would raise an eyebrow or two. Like, really? Like, yeah, but yeah. No, we mean hunkies and hunks. You show as her, in you show a picture brand. of Paul Drogo? Hunky. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, in this week's uh, Geek Week interview, there's a GD Lego detective yeah. office set coming out in January, That's including a lady cop, a pool salon, a detective's office, uh, uh, and uh, a cooking bootlegging smuggling setup, and a barbershop. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. The lady cop getting her hair cut. It's gonna be so good. This is Are you guys gonna, gonna get so, that? Oh, no, yeah. 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 I'm gonna build it and see and see if I can learn any fun techniques, and then I'm gonna do some. There's a lot of good Benton stuff in there. Just having a pool table for Benton. Yeah, there's a lot I of really just, good uh, Well, just by virtue of like the cookie smuggling thing, they crack yeah, it. Because they have barrels full of cookies. Yeah. And I was hilarious. like, that's cute. But then I was like, I do already have the Paris. Because this is part of like the whole like town. Yeah, uh, like it's part of their modular town thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so like I could make this city. like a part of the Parisian restaurant thing, and because I was already thinking about taking the Parisian restaurant, turning it into a Casablanca thing. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. could be Rick Blaine's office. Yeah, because it's all retro. It's trying to be of that you era. Know what, Bill? Yeah. Dreams do come true. I'm like, oh That's my right. god, yeah, I got the house. I just need, I just need a black minifigure and a piano for uh. What Don't the hell? Over. What? <laughs> Fully showing us pictures on her iPhone, which yeah, interrupts Bill and pisses Annie off. <laughs> We're talking We're so about Lego. Staying on point. In general. Uh, do you guys want? To, we have an hour left. Do you guys want to do the award thing or not? Uh, about no, it? because uh, we have to talk about Dragon Age. What's game of and the year? And we only have about a half hour because we got to get to the expo. Yeah. Uh, so this is a really good podcast talk. Uh, one last thing, man. Just just even actually looking at just we're not going to talk in depth Bayon- about the video game awards. There was a nominees. second Bayonetta. Yeah, but, like, looking Wii. at the nominees for all the shit, like, this is kind of a lame-ass year for mm-hmm. console games. Mm-hmm. There's been lots of stuff to play, but, like, Game of the Year for the Video Game Awards, granted, also the Video Game Awards are never, even, like, this fake new version. Yeah. Fake new. Well, but whatever. What's well, a knockoff 
of something everyone already kind of derided to begin with. But it's not like they were always like the it's, end all be all. I but feel like, like it's been a rough year. The Game of the Year nominees are just like Bayonetta 2, which everyone says is good, but still it's Bayonetta. Yeah. Dark Souls 2, which I played, which is okay, but not. Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm-hmm. Hearthstone and Middle Earth uh, Shadow of Mortar, which that's, you know, those are all good games, but it's just like, it's yeah. funny that there was no one breakout like. Yeah. Uber no. game this year. No. It yeah. seemed like Destiny was going to be it, but that was such a disappointment. But then, like... Downer. Yeah. yeah. It's been a little bit of a... Uh. Mm. It was interesting. I was looking over the best narrative nominees, which are South Park Stick Truth, Walking mm-hmm. Dead Season 2, Wolf Among Us, Valiant Hearts the Great War, and Wolfenstein New Order. What would you um, pick out of that? Well, see, I loved Wolf Among Us. Did not have a great narrative. Mm-hmm. I had an okay time with Walking Dead. Not that great a narrative. Yeah, that's what... Yeah. yeah. Valiant Hearts was enjoyable, but it wasn't... I want to call it It was best. more interesting than it was, like... Yeah, it's yeah not the, the narrative like... wasn't... You know, I would pick South Park, South Park Stick of Truth. I, looking at that, I would... Because that's the, really the only one that, that really fits, like... The, yeah. The story is very on point and, yeah. and totally correct for what it is. Oh. And it's, like, it's like just an elongated... The thing that's the truest to what it is. Yeah. And, like, it's also yeah. the... It's the funniest game I've played yeah. in a long time. I mean, I loved... I really enjoyed... Like, when I look at that list, Wolf Among Us was what I enjoyed the most, but it wasn't the narr- narrative... Well, Wolfenstein actually had a pretty decent story to it. So that's what I keep like, like, meaning no, to get to. I hate to say that, because it doesn't actually have that great of a story, yeah. but for, like, a game where, like... You're playing a meathead just blowing away Nazis. Man. Well, actually, there's a little bit of an arc for that character, and yeah. his girlfriend is is super cool. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I keep trying. I went back and I didn't borrow that from you, and I've been I tried to play some more of it, and I got a little farther. I just need to watch a let's play of that, like a yeah. playthrough. It of is it. a meatheaded game because like I just can't. It, I, well, it, can't it, do it, it does a better job of being like a rejiggered version of such a whole yeah. meatheaded game to begin with, but. It's not that great objectively by itself. It's interesting for what it is from yeah. from the from pedigree the that it has. Yeah, but objectively by itself, it's not necessarily. Yeah. You're not. You guys aren't missing anything. You guys don't play through. Can I? I, I don't think. Wait, wait. What else is on there? Um, I really uh, wish the order had come out this year. Was that supposed to be this year? Oh yeah, yeah. It got delayed supposed to be this year. It got delayed. I would ra- after Hopefully this. Hopefully, it's going to be the breakout hit of next year. Well, the other interesting thing for the video game awards too is they have a category called Games for Change, which mm-hmm. is a category of games that are just supposed to be like kind of breaking the mold of what video mm-hmm. games can be. Which is nice. Last, so, Last of Us Left Behind is on there. Yeah. Well, cause kissing. well it's great because they put on Mountain on there, which is great to put it on there. Never Alone, it's cool that that got some attention for that. Mm-hmm. Mountain is the one where it's literally well, I know just Mountain, a, yeah. yeah. Never Alone just came out. That's the one that was made by the um, First Nation people that's about, oh, I think, okay, an Inuit. Yeah. Sort of experience. Oh, yeah. I need. I actually really want to buy that. As What's PS4. this War of Mine? This War of Mine is a war game in which you play as someone affected by war instead of a soldier. So you oh, are a person in a war zone who's just having to try. Where it's your home and you're trying to live. This would be a very difficult game to play, yeah. but very very good. That reminds me of when they were, they were they had a bunch of game developers talk about how they would change Call of Duty. Yeah, and that was one of the suggestions that one of the playable characters, let's say in multiplayer or something like that, would actually be either a journalist or a. Um, a, a oh civilian. man, I would actually love to play multiplayer. Someone who's like kind of like document everything that's going yeah. on, like yeah. try not to get shot yourself. Yeah, and yeah. their job and their, their oh, that would their, actually their, be an interesting way to mix that up. Yeah, yeah. or or, or they you would are, never do that. Or but. you are a civilian and you instead of you you get points for not engaging and 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 yeah. This is the Staying only Call safe. of Duty. This is the, if you want to really mix up Call of Duty multiplayer, all you need is two new classes. You have the journalist who mm-hmm. always has a camera, no mm-hmm. guns, just always pointing, filming things. Mm-hmm. And the other class is child, defenseless child. The worst thing you can do for your team is get caught shooting the child while the journalist. <laughs> Maybe if you 
successfully shoot the child on no one is seeing, you yeah, get like a thousand points. But if you get like caught that. on camera, you that lose a thousand points. Oh my points. god! That's a The worst thing we've ever discussed on the podcast. on Twitter's howdy at boyhattypodcast.com is a way to contact us or boyhattypodcast.com in general. Yeah. time for us to become fully unhinged, <sighs> spoiler-wise, oh my God. and uh, talk about some Dragon Age yeah. Inquisition. Although, there's going to be a lot I don't know, because you guys have played literally twice. Yeah. And also, you guys have played the other game, so I have no context for half the shit going on I'm kind of fascinated game. by your you experience. Have you not played any of them? No. <laughs> oh. That's, and well, it's funny, because like, I've seen a lot of people say about how, talk about how Dragon Age Inquisition is supposedly so open and so welcoming yeah. to brand new players. I was going to say, is oh it my. at all? Because this shit seems dense with yeah. lore. No, I mean... There are times that I'm like, there have been in-jokes that I've had to have other people explain to me. Well, yeah. it's also very like, laced with lore on very thin. Yeah. It doesn't explain... So all I know... Okay, so here's my understanding of the Dragon Age. Well, actually, one thing that did help was I did the Dragon Age Keep thing. Did you do really first start yeah. off the yeah, game, yeah, yeah. they ask if you want to import... Uh, yeah. Like a game from Dragon Age Keep, and they actually do explain like, well, this is a thing that you can customize your own yeah. uh, you know, world. Pretend uh, that you played the other t- first two games, and like you can import that from this yeah. website. And so I actually went to the Dragon Age Keep, and that was my first real exposure to any of the lore in this yeah. Whole, yeah. Uh, this universe. And so, uh, did you guys play any of that at all? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We went through the keep because they, they, you're not actually able to import your games. Yeah, well, well you can... your your own personal saves from previous yeah. consoles. So you this is the closest the thing you have to, to do. do. That. Yeah, yeah, essentially remake all your decisions. You're, yeah, you have, to, you have to set your world state. And, and the way they actually do that is interesting too, because Dragon Age Keep, the first way they present that is they essentially give you like there's a flash animation and they mm-hmm. give you the basic choices in the game. Yeah. So presumably the only ones that really do get imported yeah. into yes. this world. And so each game gets like six or eight different choices you make. And even then, within this video they give you, they don't give you a lot of context for your choices. Yeah. It's pretty much like, and then 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 Larry went here and he yeah. did this. He had to choose between these two people. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. you choose? And then suddenly a timed prompt comes up and you have yeah. to choose. And But the interesting thing is once you've made all the choices between those first two games, then it kicks you into the t- uh, Dragon Age Tapestry, yeah. which is another part of the Dragon Age Keep website, which... Uh, shows you all the choices that you've made in this Flash video before mm-hmm. this, but then actually shows you all the choices you can make yeah. between all two yeah. games. And so yeah. just looking at that, like, I clicked on all the options just to see what all the options were. And so I got to see, like, I got to see, like, stuff about Morgan did this. Yeah. Morgan did a spell over yeah. here. Morgan is the daughter of this lady who's been exiled mm-hmm. in the witches out yeah. in the yeah. woods and all this stuff. And I was like... yeah. Man, up. I Fuck. can't, I can't, I can't imagine what that would be like because the like I didn't enjoy Origins no. at all, 
because it's not voiced. Yeah. And they uh, did... Which is the protagonist is not voiced. The, pr- the protagonist is not oh, yeah, voiced. So it's a really fucked up one half of a phone call conversation. Yeah. Like, you're just, like, listening to something going, what? Is that because, like, you could about? play as any character in any race? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So And they, they just didn't put their money From a development there. perspective, yeah. It was and it was also, like, what, like eight ten, years ago? So was, that was not something you did at the time. Yeah, and it was, what, like, what, was it five races and then two genders? That uh, was three races. Or something like that. Well, that's... So when you're doing the Dragon Age Keep, when you first start off making your choice in the game, they actually ask you, like, wh- who who would your hero have been? Yeah. And they actually give you the choice between two genders and a whole bunch of different races. Yeah. And it's funny, it's like, suddenly when you get to the Dragon Age 2 stuff, it just says, are you male or female hawk? Yeah, that's so you got everyone... like, So you get, like, you're on, like, me never having played these games before, I'm like, oh yeah, I can see how this would have pissed people off suddenly. But see, I, I'm not, I, I would not call myself a Dragon Age 2, I, I'm not an apologist, I just fucking loved that game. Yeah. Mm. Playing, We're very much in the minority. Playing Inquisition has made me realize how much I really appreciate Dragon Age 2. Well, you've been talking about you, you really miss Inquisi- or Dragon Age 2 because it takes place in such a small space, yeah. but it evolves more. Well, it's interesting to see, to have the stakes be so, I mean, frankly, the stakes are smaller than the world. Yeah. It's really like the city and your relationships Was it the world in, it. in the first game too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it was a it was it was a blight, and and so it's a bunch of demons. Oh, that's because the blight is the first game, and the second game is is when they introduce it's about both the, the Kunari yeah. and the Mage Templar thing, right? Well, the Mage Templar thing is throughout the yeah. first game, and they mention that once or twice in like in the choices that you can make, but it doesn't. It seems like it really explodes with the second. Well, game the basic like... so the basic conflict in the world of Dragon Age is this um, the the relationship between the Templars and the mages. So the mages have all this power, but it's hair trigger. It's very easy for them to be, uh, to kind of cross a line and allow a demon to come into the world through their body. Oh, is that part of the thing? That's oh, what see, it I haven't is. even seen that yeah. mentioned anywhere. So that's why everyone is doesn't trust a mage, because even though it's powerful a mage, there is, a, basically, they are a connection to a demon yeah. that could come through. They're yeah. a fucking conduit. Yeah, they're a, a conduit. Bad. And so at the best case scenario, okay, you live your whole life and the demon doesn't come through, but it's always there, so you have to trust every single mage. Oh, I was kind of wondering, because in Dragon Age Inquisition, one of the ladies you meet in uh, Josephine's office, there's a lady who you can take research to, and yeah. she talks about how she ran away when she first found out she had magical powers, yeah. and she was yeah. worried that people would find so out. So she's an apostate. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. And you meet these characters in the game that are tranquil, and what they are are people who... Yeah, she's the first person who mentions those, but I haven't read it, met any tranquils. A yet. tranquil is someone who's had their, their connection to the magical realm severed, and in the process, it, it, it basically removes them from all their emotions. Okay. So they have no ability to feel desire or anger yeah, they're or anything. They're essentially wow. lobotomized. Okay, yeah. Because all, demons prey upon all of your emotions. Yeah. So when they sever your connection to the fade, the magical realm... It makes sense, but they also shut down. Like, oh, it's yeah. So, so it's yeah. like this extreme that Harsh. Templars do. So Templars, that's the reason why there's this conflict, is that the Templars are there to police the mages, and they go too far. But the, the Templars mages... established to police the mages, yes. or they just happen to be there yeah. and they decided, no. okay, no. yeah. Because that's, what that, they that's do. the whole thing about the Chantry and the thing that in the very beginning of Dragon Age that that uh, um, was it the conclave that blows up mm-hmm. yeah it, which that's a great way to start this game oh, too so good it is but it isn't because I was thinking about that if I didn't know what the fuck how, how would you know that this is basically a summit to end this to try and end this world war of a conflict you're not even familiar so from with no perspective yeah. like yeah. the title screen starts off and I was like oh it's a bunch of people walking towards this little city thing I just yeah. thought it was interesting to see all these knights and all these yeah. I think they were going off to battle together no see that's and the like, thing no they're fighting each other and it was also something too because like I 
booted up the game, and the first thing in the game, the, it asks you if you want to do the Dragon Age Keep thing, like well, yeah. like I was just saying. And yeah. so I said yes, and so I went on to Dragon Age Keep, and I spent an hour and a half mm-hmm. looking yeah. at the Dragon Age yeah. Keep. Yeah. And while that was going, I had the title screen going, yeah. so you, just like they had a beautiful music so and like the autumn leaves yeah. falling yeah. and everyone, I thought marching off to battle or going to the, this meeting yeah. at this thing. Yeah. And then okay, I, like so I finished the Dragon Age Keep thing, imported my save, mm. hit start on the yeah. console, boom. And boom! Especially after just having read about like, yeah. and that's what also reading the Dragon Age Keep thing, I realized all oh, these magic dudes and these night guys, yeah. they're all fighting together. Yeah. They're, just, they're like going off, like, this supposed to be some kind of peace thing. And then hitting the button, so yeah. the peace thing exploded. Yeah, yeah. so like if you For, don't, if yeah. you don't, then that's 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 great that that's that's the route. But I, I was lucky just because I happened to read get yeah, at least some you, of that context for that. But if you had not, you'd just be like, well, I just blew up. I guess I beat the game. I just blew up the base. Because <laughs> basically, like, the yeah. first game you're learning about this conflict between the 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 mages and the templars that it's there. That there's this mm-hmm. unrest between them, and the templars are getting more and more extreme, and the mages are more and more fed up with it. And then outside of this continent that you're on, like the way the other nations deal with magic is very different. Like, yeah. you have the Orlesians where it's basically a mage, mage, magistocracy, if you will, where mages have power. Oh, really? Is That's that, how it's is divided? That, is that in Orlais? Or, or is, is that Deventer? That's Deventer. Deventer. Well, what, what is the Orlesian relationship with Washington? Why, what's Oh, see, that's the thing, motherfucker. And then you have the canari, <laughs> where like people who are have magic are basically like they're literally chained up and like treated like that's dogs. A, what the canari do. Yeah. yeah. So all races can have magic then. Yeah. No. Not dwarves. except for the dwarves. No. Oh, yeah. Dwarves can't be mages. For sundry reasons. But anyway, there's all this bullshit going on. So the the first game is about this conflict. The second game, this conflict kind of comes to a head and ends in an act of terrorism. Yep. So I remember you talking about. See, yeah. this other than kind of reading some of this stuff and knowing like how you've talked about some like some kind of shit went down like yeah. yeah yeah well that's why when you talk to um Varric, he's like yeah kirkwall's fucked up because the end of dragon age 2 is this town that you've been in this whole time get this tower is exploded by one of your party members in an act of anti-templar terrorism yep. which, which party member anders fucking anders oh anders so i've seen people on 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 twitter being like yeah fuck anders I'm like, yeah because he, he performs an act of terrorism at yeah. the end of dragon age 2 which again i think is so baller like dragon age 2 has a lot of failures but I like that it's a more intimate story in an intimate Can you stop setting. that? That's always baked in the narrative. It's part, it, it happens. Yeah. Yeah, you All you, you can do is it. adjust what how you react to it and what your relationship is to Anders at that yeah. time. And what how, who you ally um, with beforehand and who you ally with afterwards. Yeah. Speaking of stuff you could, like, you're... you're, you're, you're... Who, did you guys romance Isabella? Oh, yeah. yeah fuck yeah. Because that's oh, yeah. one of the things, like, like it's funny, like, go, again, going through it's the, the key stuff. Fun. I can see these kind of Mass Effect kind of, like, fucked up choices you have to make because there's yeah. one thing about, like, is it a Kunari oh, yeah. or something? Yeah. Who's, who's going crazy and the only way you can stop yeah, him is either, either killing him. Yeah. And so I was doing the Dragon Age keep thing while also keeping the Dragon Age wiki open. So at least <laughs> when I was deciding yeah. who's going to live and who's going to die yeah. and how they die, I kind of look him up just to see... Are they total assholes? It's yeah. one of those things where it's like you might like 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 a Rex thing. Wait, yeah. who's the guy you have to kill in Mass Effect One? Unless you're really lucky, you can you can kill Rex if you're not careful. Rex, yeah, like where's Rex? You can kill him, but he's not because he's an asshole. But he's justified yeah. being pissed off. Yeah. So I knew that, like, and that seemed to be kind of thing where there's a big bad guy you have to kill, but then you realize he's not really evil. But then you could also save him by like giving him your your pirate girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. And I was like. I guess I'll do that, so at least I don't have to kill him. But then... Did you give him Isabella? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was assuming that she would willfully do this. It's not like I like shot oh, her with a truck no. laser dart no. and put her you, in a boxing no, 
it is not willing. Oh, Are really? you kidding? No, no. She has literally spent her entire life trying Running. to not be in that situation, and you hand her well, over. Oh, she's, she's our she's our wife. She's our wife, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah she was hot. Literally. No, she was really. she's our lady hawk. She, she, she she's our she's, she's our, our pirate. True. Oh, well, that's the other yeah. thing too. Like going through like the the, the, the keeps the, the tapestry, checking out the romantic things. It seemed like it was on the same course as the Mass Effect games, where the first game was all straight relationships. Because I chose that's a lady thing. dwarf in the no, first. You could game. be a lesbian in the first game. Could you? Yeah. I think there were a couple lesbian. things where I was like, okay, I'm gonna match I mean, on this it lady. It depends on what race you are. I guess that's part. part. There are some people who have race for specific. Because there were a couple things in the first game in the tapestry where I chose to like try to romance a lady, and I got like essentially like the said well you, it, like you, you, I would have to change my gender or my race back to something else like, yeah. I don't want to do that yeah. so yeah. but in the second game it seemed like regardless like you could fuck everybody if you wanted that's to that's not because... true at all it's but really? you're cute yeah. totally there, okay. there were two bisexual characters well, Isabella and bisexual? Penrith yeah. that was it and Anders was gay yeah. Uh, wasn't Meryl? I don't care. Well, when I just going through the camp, I was shit. like, "This has a bullet lady. She was cool. She's a lady pirate." And they're like, suddenly, like, it's like, "Do you want to give away your girlfriend and like save this guy?" I was like, like "I eh, guess I don't oh, know. Bill, I you're a monster. You're yeah, a monster." Okay. Anyway, no. So Inquisition, I I perceive it to be just an unrelenting lore dump. Like, I'm glad it, I'm invested in this world. Yeah, it is. I'm kind of that. One of my, I think is actually kind of not that badly designed because I'm sure at a certain point they had to. Yeah. Yeah. Carla's nobody, right because Carla. Nobody Carla likes Z. lore. Yeah. Yeah. She posted a picture of lore I, I from do, Star Trek: The Next Generation. I'm not against lore. Per no, se. I'm down with lore. It's, it's just there's, if it's so it's dense. the context of the world. Though. There's so I much. Mean, also, also, so, uh, so in this game, from my perspective, you show up and there's there, you're not given context for anything except you're someone who fell out of a hole. You don't know why you were there. <laughs> Did you not you're read your biography, by the way? I have a biography. <laughs> oh I was God. wondering about this because okay, you're yeah, like, do I have amnesia? literally when you finish picking your character it tells you who you are and why you're there as it loads yeah. it tells you it tells you everything oh, you, before you select okay there's a big chunk of text that's like that. explaining <laughs> who you are and why you're there <laughs> by the way I thought I was, go. I thought I was a cipher I don't think no. I had any context no, no. Like, there's now I have a name you're, you're a canary so you're part of a mercenary band yeah, yeah. I'm learning that now in context yeah. I'm yeah. having because seriously as we're recording now my TV is paused on a conversation I'm having with Cassandra where I'm telling Cassandra my, my biography this is the first time I've heard of any of this. That's why I paused it. I haven't yeah. even turned the console off yet, because as soon as you guys leave, I'm going to pick it up and go, oh yeah, this is who I am. This is what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. So is the biography just dependent, not on gender, but just on your race? It, no, it, it depends on what class you choose, what race you what, choose. Well, so who did you choose? We're a Kunari rogue. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Actually, just re- we originally were Ew. two a two. Uh, I think you guys were all hunky warriors. Nope. I t- I tend to do warriors, but I learned that I don't actually enjoy playing warriors. Well, so like... and also I knew that I wanted to have warriors in my party. So rogues yeah. just have range stuff, right? Um, well, no, there nope. are two classes of rogues. Double There's blade. A... Sorry. No, it's okay. I screwed it up. Am I no, go ahead. <laughs> you guys no, are like... you either you're either a dual wielding um or you're a distance or you're an archer. Yeah, archer. Uh, so. See, my only context for rogue is I know Varric. Mm-hmm. Ver- Varric is the sexy dwarf. Yes. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's yeah, got it takes, it, You actually have to go really deep in the game before you pick up a party member who's another, a double-bladed rogue. Yeah. Like, so really my party right now, it's all warriors. It's... The, the most recent member who joined our party is dual Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, right now, I just met the Iron Bull last night. Uh, so it's me, Cassandra, and Iron Bull. We're all warriors. Yeah. And I'm super... I've got, like, this chain I can shoot out and suck people back, like, Mortal Kombat style. It's fucking great. And so it's funny because you can choose within the warrior class. You have like, I think it's four different paths. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like this kind of like slightly kind of ranged warrior. Cassandra's more just an upright, just kill people. And so now I'm making the Iron Bull 
like he's all like super defensive, kind of drawing people towards him, kind of yeah. like essentially like like huh. running uh, interference. Yeah. And so it's funny. It's it's nice within these classes that you have subclasses essentially. Exactly. You can yeah. Although you can mix and match because each subclass has different trees that you can engage your character in. Right. And there are but... some situations that you come across in the world where you need a mage. Yeah. Or you see. Need a yeah. Or what? You, you, or it is nice they start you off with. Or you need yeah. a rogue. Yeah. It is funny they start you off with like an elf mage. Yeah. A rogue dwarf. Yeah. Like a human fighter. Yeah. Like, so you at least have the basics when you start off. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I, it seems like everyone's choosing to play as Kanari ladies. Well, everyone in our bubble. Well, that's the other thing from the Dragon Age keep. So it seems like Kanari were just uh, invented for the second game. Um, no, they're Kanari in the first game. Are they on the first game? Okay. You don't meet a lot of them though. In the second game, the Kanari became a huge. The tapestry didn't mention anything yeah. about the Kanari until you meet a, you act, If you really pay attention, they make a, mention a character named Sten yeah. in the first in the first path. Okay. Sten is a Kanari. He is, and he's the Kune. Yeah, the Kune is the Kune is interesting. And actually, I'm I'm really glad that they that it's a playable character in a playable class now because the Kune is kind of fascinating. It's it's interesting. It, I like the Kunari because I, li- I like the idea of being a non-Kune practicing Kunari. I think that's an interesting yeah, that's character. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, Inquisition, I'm enjoying it. It took me a long time to get to enjoy it though because playing it makes me realize like I don't want to fucking play Skyrim. I want to play Dragon Age. And when you first play the game, you're in this one environment called the Hinterlands that is just this huge environment that you can explore, and it's really varied, and there are all sorts of stuff, and there's clearly some stuff you're not supposed to play unless you're a higher level yet. Yeah, I and walked into... There was a rift. Yeah. I got I got a, yeah. as far as like, north as I could or something like that. Yeah. I walked into a rift where I just got wiped If you're not careful, you will walk into a dragon yep. that it just shot a fireball at me, and I died. Is there... That's so fucking I ran fantastic. In, so you go off to the coast at some point where you yeah. go meet the Iron Bull, and if you yeah. keep on walking down to the coast, is yeah. there a scripted battle between a giant and a... I encountered it, it, too. It, it just yeah. happens. Oh, okay, because yeah. I wasn't quite sure how dynamic that was, if that was just something that happened randomly. Like, my band was like, we're going to watch this, right? That's exactly... Because <laughs> yeah. you have the bull with you at that time, don't yeah, you? Yeah, because even yeah. the bull's like, yeah, well, this is a hell of a thing to see. Yeah. And you go over, and it seems as soon as you get close enough to actually kind of really see anything up close, suddenly, like, the dragon finally kills... The the, the 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 or the the dragon kills the giant and oh see the him. giant was still alive in yeah. our playthrough oh no man my fucking dra- dra- like and I went and like looted his body yeah no man our, I really I was trying oh. to like watch it happen because I wanted to loot that no, our body. giant survived yeah our giant still wandering around my yeah. dragon shot electricity out of its mouth like King Ghidorah from Godzilla <laughs> yeah. and zapped the giant the giant wow. fell yeah. down and dissolved our, and then the the dragon that we had fighting was using was, it was, it was, it was using fire, uh, fire. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why I was really surprised. So I like the random. dragons. Yeah, the dragon design. Well, that was really the first like, the first time Dragon Age has excellent dragons. Well, yeah. So I meet the Iron Bull, and so I'm kind of going down the coast, and I walked up the side of this mountain because I'm just kind of like, there's a whole bunch of iron there, so I was looking yeah. up the mountain, the and then suddenly, like, it's very quiet, and I just hear, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? And yeah. like, I could, I could tell it's coming off a certain direction, so I go over a little bit at the top of the mountain, and that's when I see this broad expanse of the rest of this coast yeah. with a dragon fighting a giant. And like, yeah. that's a great video game it's, moment, yeah, especially really the way I heard it because I heard it first. I had to look, yeah. like, go over the top of this oh, mountain so and just seeing this white vista of like, I was like, what the? F-? And then the iron bull is like, oh yeah, that's a, holy shit. It's yeah. really great. This it's I think just... is really making the the promise of dragons and Dragon yeah. Age for the first time because yeah. this is the first video game I've really played where a dragon shows up and you're really like, oh. Dude, that was a very cool moment. So, yeah. on my multiplayer, the only thing I saw was it's a whole bunch of people fighting online. So, can we fight together online? Multiplayer? With, with multiplayer, it's totally removed from the for single player. There's no collection whatsoever, connection whatsoever, and you pick a class and a and a, a race, and so you it's just kind go adventuring together. Where it's like you're kind of choosing. You're in a, in a dungeon. 
Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, so okay. you you just pick to go through it. So I can't, like, enter your world or anything like no. that as my character. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Ooh, but yeah. Would, no, there would be too many heralds. Inquisition. <laughs> I mean, exactly, yeah. Inquisition is interesting. I'm not really enjoying the combat. This is going to sound cheesy, but none of the people in it really feel like my friends yet. But that makes sense canonically. You haven't hit this, Bill. You have not actually started the game. Okay. That's I'll just really, say that. Yeah, 20 there's something, there a point where you actually there's get a something time happens screen? where, not quite, but it's emotionally, yes. Yeah. And it, there's really a turning point where shit finally starts getting real, and you realize that the actual game is starting. And uh, it's, it's about 20 so It took hours us about in. 20 hours to get there. Okay, well, that's all I need so, to do is play another and 10 and a half hours. Yeah, to and I love it. And, and I gotta great. say, then, then those, these emotional connections are starting to click a little more, and I'm feeling much more attached to my character, yeah. and it's I'm enjoying it more now that I'm getting deeper into it. So all I can say is, as soon as you can, Bill, get out of the hinterlands. Oh yeah, no, I've been running around. The first thing... Uh, they give you an option to go to the main French city. Orlais, yeah. Orlais. Val Royale. Or, Val Royale, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I accidentally hit the button where it's warped me right to there, so I yeah. did the first meeting with the guy who's the leader of the Templars who doesn't have any facial animation for yeah. some reason. <laughs> who has a little bit of, like, his face is chubby, and he's like, you know I'm what? so angry. Yeah. I'm barely animated. And you get to see him and stuff for I have suspicions about him. I think he's actually possessed by a pride demon. I think he might be. So the thing oh, about... Think, wait, yeah. how would... So what, like, a demon so, escaped from a no, mage so, and... No, so a couple of things, because the... It's the, more lore. The Templars, Just trust me, it's the, more lore, but... The Templars take lyrium in yeah. order to sense mages. Yeah, so lyrium, lyrium is, a, is a material in this world that basically allows you to... Is that the red stuff? There's red, red lyrium. lyrium, which is really bad. Okay, it is yeah, like, like yeah. And then there's there's normal normal lyrium that the dwarves mine. Lyrium is basically magic juice. And like a magic gummy berry juice magic templars. magic gasoline. <laughs> so even a non-magic person if they consume lyrium, like magicians use lyrium to boost their spells, but if you're a non-magic user and you have access to lyrium, it'll it it since you don't have any training for your connection to the magical thing, it'll fuck you up and you're going to be possessed by yeah. a demon. Boom. Like all wardens, wardens um all wardens eventually succumb and are oh, turned really? into darkness. Yeah. That's all I know about great wardens it. through the through yeah, 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 wardens. Wardens. Um, they actually drink the blood of the dark blight. Spawn. Yeah, that's wow, fucked really? up. Yeah, yeah that, that is up. that is their initiation. So that's you, one of the first drink, things that happens in Dragon Age Origins. In Dragon Age oh, Origins, wow. yeah, you drink the blood of Darkspawn, and you either yeah, are going to die, up. or you're going to become a warden. Yeah, <laughs> good job. But yeah, Templars in, Templars Would, take lyrium and are addicted to lyrium. They're uh-huh. addicts, but they use it so they can track mages. So yeah, it's all fucked up. The magic in this world is fucked up. I lo- I, but I, I kind of love that. But I don't like playing as a mage. No, at all. See, really, this game and like Dragon Age Two, I bet you was so much more emotionally satisfying being a mage. Probably. I see, this game would be more emotionally satisfying being a mage because that is the oppressed cat class, and so much of the universe of Dragon Age circles around mages yeah. and. Yeah. What the question? See, this is one thing I did prefer about because, like, my only contacts for Bioware games like this are is Mass Effect, really. Yeah. And that's one thing I did prefer about Mass Effect is that you're as humans were already the underdogs yeah. to begin with. Yeah. And it's kind of like it is. It's less interesting to be in a world where humans are the most populous and the most powerful. Yeah. Race. I'm great. I'm, I'm glad I'm playing as a Kunari. Yeah, so it's, exactly. It's still, but yeah. they still give you the option of playing as a dwarf or playing as an elf. Elves have it rough. I will give you in the Dragon Age. Yeah, that's what they do. That's one thing I, I, I like from... about Dragon Age is Kuna, uh, dwarves are are basically the lower, like the lowest classes. There, it's the opposite of 
love Tolkienian elves. Yeah, where they're like the super, like looking down at humanity, just being like, oh, you know, they're the trash class. I'm to polish my balls. Everyone hates the elves. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone calls them knife There are city elves like that are like garbage and yeah, poor. Yeah, you talked about this before. And, and then there are um, elves that live in the forest that are considered like dumb shit, like primitives. Well, and also they're considered dangerous because dangerous, yeah. they are more prone to having magic. Yeah. And so they're just super, like, you're super skeptical of them, you don't trust them, you don't yeah. do anything like that. And they're gypsies. They're just wandering. That, okay, yeah, that, yeah. that kind of but, makes sense, um, yeah. But it's cool, I think, that in Inquisition that you get to play as a Canari yeah. because if you don't want to play as a mage and you don't want to play as an elf, then you can play as a Canari and you can experience that sort of that sort of prejudice and racism. Yeah, I mean, to just use some convenient shorthand that's very minimizing, it's essentially like being a Muslim in modern day America. Yeah. Like, if you were president of the United States and a Muslim. It's like that their people have no, or just like of Muslim descent, where people have no context for like, whoa, you're this alien other, and people knee-jerk reaction is to fear you, even if, you know, that's not necessarily, you know. Yeah, I'm having a good time just playing as my Kunari named Hamilton, because she's a giant lady with a giant busted beaky nose. And so I named her after Margaret Margaret Hamilton from Wicked Witch of the West and the Wizard (laughs) of Oz. Nice, alright. But it's nice playing her because she's somebody who's trying to do well, but like she's like totally misunderstood by, you know, like everyone around her, and like she can still be a snarky badass, but like... I like in this game more so than the others, you're just a dumb schmuck. Yeah. She's kind of sm- stumbled into this thing. Like, Hawk is very much so dragging herself up from nothing. In the original... In- yeah, I was going to HQ. Like, Dragon HQ spends a lot of time about how, like, you and your family got all fucked up. And you're yeah. just That's like- why, in Dragon Age 2, you couldn't... I mean, it, made, it was important, I think, that you were only human. The whole narrative of Dragon Age 2 is building yourself up in the community and becoming a community leader. Yeah. And then having to make these different be- decisions. Yeah, being an outsider and then, and then finding a way to belong yeah. was... It that was that was really, really good. good. Yeah. So yeah, one of my only real issues with the game is yeah the fact that you're hit with so much lore and there's no not not much context for it, and yeah. so much lore is just uh, dispersed by reading books that you books and stuff yeah. you find and no constant. And if they had actually somehow figured out a way to come with like everyone's tired of like the Bioshock thing where you pick up an audio log yeah. and listen yeah. to it. But it would be nice if in this game the the, the stuff was like red, like if there was some yeah. kind of audio log, so at least you could hear it while you're running. Because a lot of this lore is super fucking it's, lengthy too. Yeah, it's pages and pages and pages yeah. of stuff. And so I've played. And it's all capital letters, which it was a little thing, but yeah. it's harder to read chunks of text. And in all I've played letters. for ten hours, and I've read the at every bit of every bit of lore that I've I've picked up. Oh, Bill. Well, and well that's I, about five hours of your gameplay. Bill, just yeah. Bill, just, Bill, just call us. I'll just tell you. I, it's, it's getting to the point where I think right now, unless something really seems interesting right off the bat or seems very specific to, like, yeah. if I find, like, someone missing out in the woods or something like that, like, if it's just random lore, I may... Because you, 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 you unlock and you can go back and read it later. Right. But it's just slowing me down to the point where oh, I'm not yeah. really getting that much interest, except for the romance novel stuff. And yeah, the romance like, novel. <laughs> what, the round, Randy Dowager? Yeah, that's so, great. Like, so is Varric writing? Yeah. Porn? Varric yes. is a writer. Okay, yeah, because I, I, I just started seeing glimpses He writes, of like, he writes trashy books. Trashy. He writes yeah. detective trashy. books, romance. It's great. Uh, he writes things for the podcast. I want his tarot card of his chest. Oh, I mean, the I tarot want card all the tarot 
for the cards. best part of this whole the art is it, beautiful. It's a shame that they made them so ugly and obviously didn't pay anyone interesting enough time to <laughs> Yeah, no. It's, no, they're stunning. They're I, I want that's the best all part. Like I like all the ambient art in the game like you get you know, like when you find paintings on walls yeah, in the game. They're beautiful. They're really beautiful. Like you find uh, pay, uh like everything from murals to like framed pieces are beautiful. And to even and to even like just like like street art that's done yeah. on the outsides yeah. of, of when you go into towns that's done on like the outsides of it's the really yeah, it's nice. Oh yeah, so, like the painted yeah. like frescoes and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Like seeing Beautiful that in Val stuff. French. Yeah, so, Val Royale. Uh, is all is all is why is there so much French stuff in because the game? Because is that all the fancy Orlais, stuff? Orlais, oh that's basically. that country. And Antiva oh, okay. Antiva yeah. is basically like Spain. Sort of is Italian. Also okay. Italian Spain. And then Ferelden is basically English. I'm assuming yeah. Giselle, Mother Giselle, she becomes the new divine because she's also super nice. She I do I do like Man, Mother Giselle, there's actually a really cool I can't see I'm farther I just far enough ahead of you. Yeah, okay. But I don't know if what impact if anything this shit is well, going to yeah, have because you don't be have a relationship tough. with the world like something happens after the 20 hour point that um that there's the cool thing that you're talking bumps. about and then something happens where i got oh, that thing really super upset yeah. oh, no. and, then, and then realized oh no bioware is going to be cool about it and let me do the same and i hate okay. to say it because if there's someone who is familiar with dragon age and is like you or they're only like so far in which is not yeah, a reasonable thing i don't, I don't want to spoil those things because they're so great you can date crumb Man, oh, I wish. I oh, Krem. Okay, we have to wrap this up. But Krem is the best Dragon Age character. Jennifer Hale! It's Jennifer yeah. Hale as a trans dude. And is it's she the specifically best. supposed to be trans? Yes! Because she's. Because I hang out with feminists. Yeah. No, she, well, she is. No, she no, is. In the wiki, she's described. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that Sorry. it's a male character model. Yes. Is and it a male character? Yes. Like, yeah. She just seems like a tough lady. Like, it's, 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 it's a male character a male And character I wouldn't model. even thought about her gender or anything except I recognize as Jennifer Hale. Like, and then I was like, so at least, like. Like it's I was like, coolest, oh, so it's obviously got a it's like we got a female There's a actress. coolest. They're trans. Did they make really. a thing out of her? Does she actually specifically there. say she's just trans? Say it's Bill. Just to be fair, say they. Well, that's that, that's what I'm wondering. Is she supposed to say they? They. Just they. say they. That's no, all I'm asking. Yeah, well, that, well, that's well, that's my context. So my I don't know is, if she just happens to be a lady Bill, who just doesn't Bill, care. She's tough. Bill, and she's no. just Bill. I've said this four times. Say they. They. Thank you. They. It's it's vague in the context of the game. They don't say how they identify, but they are a male model voiced by a woman. Okay. And that is cool. Well, that's what I'm wondering if it's appropriate to say she, if it's not even confirmed in the game. Jet that, like, Bill, it's, it's I'm just going to give you a little. I know feminists, Bill. The I polite thing is when you're they. is to say they. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> I just have a lady has short, short hair. And, and, it's not and necessarily. And also, and also, oh if you, so if you pay attention, if you pay attention, <laughs> yeah. Bull refers to Krem as him. Yeah. See, I haven't even. I, the, I'm Bull, so new with Bull. Yeah, Bulls, yeah, barely yeah. even talking about Krem when, yet. When, you know, Krem is my favorite. Character. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what's like. Yeah. I, that's one calling her she just because I'm just like all of, she showed up for ten seconds. I just knew it was Jennifer Hale, yeah. and so I just assume it's just. I didn't lady make that who's connection. Just... It's a really great performance. The voice is so great. I want a game that's just narrated by Krem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, she's doing kind of like a cute Dagon accent. Like, yeah. Well, so okay, in... I'm glad to see that she's actually trans. Then it's it's not just like she's just a. Uh... <sighs> on a chalkboard, Bill. I love that I told you eight times to say they, then I say, and then you keep saying she. Because I'm thinking Jennifer Hale that I am thinking about the character. It's a really nice touch, and it's really awesome, and I wish that I could romance Krem, that's all. So you're not going to... When I I'm not going to be the trans representative at the United Nations speak on behalf of like trans oh issues and stuff like that. Anyway, oh. uh, I really I feel myself just like bull in a china shop. <laughs> She's my favorite. <laughs> She's I, I love. So I'm enjoying Inquisition.
dishing out. I wasn't, to be honest. One last with you. question: You guys having it okay with the UI? Because I'm having a hard time, like in like the shops and stuff. Doesn't seem like they they make it so like if you're crafting something, if you can judge like the like the power or something that you're crafting armor That's, weapons versus the what UI you're could be equipped. a little better. And just like even like uh, opening up new uh, powers and stuff, mm-hmm. it's a little hard to like. Yeah. Because, like, I'll hit, I'll hit a button thing, I confirm that, but it doesn't turn out I confirmed unlocking a new power. Yeah. It can be, the the UI is a little kludgy. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly where it is. And that's from a technical point perspective. That's that, my other... The thing that I'm most annoyed by, actually, is there's a pretty robust crafting system, and when you're crafting armor, I think that's what you were just saying, yeah. you can't compare it to your current armor. So you can craft stuff, but you have no idea if it's I have to worth. back out, check my current armor levels, then go back Last night, I had to write down my armor levels so I can compare to them with the, like... That's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah that's, that's not... The game does so much to streamline a lot of stuff that I wish that's one thing I did like Skyrim because Skyrim was a lot better about that it had much more streamlined just yeah. hierarchies of, of menus yeah. and stuff like that but to be fair I think this is the first game where you're able to craft armor and all that I think so, so I don't think and those it, are the other it's ones it's nice that, that unlike the other unlike the other ones you're actually able to change your party members gear yeah because and it actually changes their outfits. So I have to say, this bothered me in Unity too. I hate it when your aesthetics are linked to your stats. Yeah. What's your aesthetics? Well, well, no, aesthetics. Like oh, your, aesthetics. Out, your out, oh, yeah. Your I like that. No, because I sometimes want to wear something because it looks cool. Yeah. And not because it gives me plus 10. Are you 10 Barbie to... designer engineer? Yes. I just like fashion. I well, like fashion. That's one of the things I loved about Fable 2 is that I could make my character look however I wanted, yeah. independent of my abilities. Because sometimes you roll up on something and you're like, this is my cute shit. Yeah. <laughs> I did actually name one of my outfits my cute well, shit. Well, yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't take the naming of anything that we craft I take everything And it's nice seriously. that like, you rename stuff so you can yeah. keep track of it. Like, I made, my, got... I made one suit of armor last night and just called Me Make This. Yeah. We got yeah. my cute shit. We yeah. got, oh, oh, I have got. this one, but so I reclass my character. I respect them to be an archer because I realize I really like. I do like they better. let you do that once for one for like one buck too. That's yeah, nice that's really you do nice. That. But yeah, go ahead. So uh, I respect my character to be an archer, and I did have this one make this one bow that was like a pointed bow that basically had two sharp prongs sticking out the front of it, which looked dumb. And fully was like, name that tweezers. Name <laughs> yeah, that tweezers, and you just did a new one that's got like spikes along the front the front of it. Um, yeah, and I was like, prick. <laughs> We're uh, a good so time. right before we start recording, I put out the notice on Facebook or on uh, Twitter to say, "Hey, if you have Dragon Age impressions, uh, the only person who responded to us yet is I hate DRM. He says he really likes how everyone in this who has power in this game is a woman. Yeah, uh, the Empress, your advisors, Vivienne. Uh, so far, his favorite companions are Cassandra, Varric, and Doran." And he wishes he could spell the names correctly. And he says uh, to tell us to tell people. To leave the hinterlands after yeah. the first story mission, there it's much more of a Bioware game after that. Why is that? Good? I just happened to leave because, like I said, the first option yeah, I had, she's I warped myself back to the main town, and I've gone off and done the. Yeah, I, yeah, I, no, I actually need to go back just, to the hinterlands. You're just skyrimming around. You're just yeah. And, and, and the hinterlands. There's is not a really... that much story content there. Well, no. there's some, there's but some. it's like the game is mu- like I like I said, I was not in, I was actually not enjoying the game when I was just in the hinterlands. Yeah. Okay. And my my instinct in a Dragon Age game is when you hit an environment, you you look at everything in it environment but that's what because usually they're small but that fucking that one map is i bet you bigger than all the combined maps in dragon age 2 yeah so it's uh it's really easy to kind of just go down the rabbit hole and you just got to keep moving you gotta go back to haven you gotta hand in all your research for yeah. what's your face in josephine's office you gotta go talk to the council and say hey lady you go off and do this talk exactly. to these people you gotta but no i'm not even saying here. that no but i'm just saying but like you that's that's how you open up the game is like yeah you, you need to actually resources. if you if you do what i did and spend wait like 20 hours in 
in Hinterlands, you're not going to enjoy the game. you got to get out. you got to progress the story beyond the But I feel like they have, like, the like, kind of the managerial stuff at the yeah. Haven and stuff like that, where you have the war table and everything. Bill, like that, which is spoilers, nice. it's going to get better once you get out of Hinterlands. I just want there to be, like, uh... Saints Row mod, so at some point in this game you could just break it and fly around and have magic powers and there like, just go. do anything. There there's go. so many systems in this game, it'd be great if you had something you could just break and just go nuts. Well, pals, guess what? We're probably going to talk more about Dragon Age Inquisition next week as we progress deeper in the game, and let's be honest, this will probably be us for a couple of months here. At least a month. That's talking pretty more about Dragon Age. I'm still, it, it hasn't sunk its hooks into me, like, I don't think it's the greatest well, thing in the world. you actually get out of No, but I'm saying, but I'm having a good time for it, especially yeah. for, like, the, 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 the like, I'm figuring out some of the lore by myself because yeah. Context stuff. Now that I've also figured out that my character actually is a character, not just a blank slate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it. So wait, it hasn't. You... It's not still not my. F- I still prefer Dragon Age Two for various and sundry reasons, but it's a uh, it's a really good game. Are you guys romancing? Uh, right everyone. now we're flirting with everyone at every opportunity, um, except uh, we're probably gonna go for either Josephine or Blackwall. Josephine. Yeah. Josephine. Yeah. Yeah, Josephine. Yeah. How you doing? She got those gold little She's been, arms. Well, yeah, the gold the, arm puffs. The, yeah. the first thing she says to you, I'm like, I'm always going to go for the woman. She's like, you're tall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Girl. yeah. Yeah, girl. Yeah, I am tall. <laughs> I just started macking on Cassandra a little bit, and yeah, Josephine, too. Yeah. So. It's good shit. Josephine's great. All right, She's friends. Oblivious. We'll talk to y'all next week about more pop culture garbage. Dragon Age. Dragon Age. Inquisition. <laughs> And the path is dark Look to the sky One day changes is our place in it.